Damn, but I will say, the second I said hot dogs, y'all fucking judged me. <laughs> oh, God, Did you lose your goddamn mind? I'm either gonna drink to be happy or drink to be sad, but either way, we're I'm drinking. Drink. I'll take you guys to New Jersey yeah. as a matter. Hey, happy Friday, everyone. Hope you guys had a good week. We made it. Fucking made it to the weekend. I'm a little hungover today. Went to see cock blockers last night. It was pretty good. I thought that John Cena did a pretty good job. He was pretty funny. Leslie Mann's always funny. I don't know that other dude's name, but he's pretty funny too. But it was good. I laughed. I chuckled. But I would say it's a a renter, or at least wait till it comes to Amazon or Netflix or something like that to watch it, because it's kind of like typical, you see, in all those comedies. Um, yeah, you know. All right, uh, well, welcome to the second round of Birdie Chung, baby. Uh, man, this episode, we, talked, we do uh, a little live intro. He does... Uh, he plays some guitar, and I put some crappy harmonica over the top. Just some improv music that we did. Uh, let's see. I tell a little story about my Japan trip back in the day. Nothing crazy, but a little bit. And then Birdie tells another killer story of his whole Vietnam trip he did with his dad, which is pretty fucking cool, pretty intense. Um, and stuff that you know about his dad that was kind of funny, like his. You know, his dad ended up injuring himself and then, you know, blaming, blaming Brian. But, uh, yeah, it's a good story. Good stuff. And I hope you guys enjoy round two. Back to round two. Yep. How was that? It was awesome. All right. That was a little jam. Yeah. We haven't. Yeah, we just busted that out for fun. Sorry if that was good or bad. Not sorry, motherfuckers. Yeah. Man, that's a great. No, that was fun. Martin. Yeah. Yeah, that's my sweet Martin. The other one was made in Mexico, like I said. That's right. Yeah. But you know, Mexican guitars are are pretty sweet too. I'd like that guitar. It's got a built-in pickup, so. It's pretty nice the way it's set up. Mm. I had that pickup put in, which was pretty nice too. But um, I like them both equally in a different setting. Like I like because I, I can plug that one in and it sounds beautiful. Yeah, I can plug this one in and it's mm, it's it good. It, it, 
it gets a lot of feedback and shit on that on that guitar. Yeah. Um, so yeah, welcome back to round two with Brian Chung. That was Brian Chung on the guitar and me on the harmonica, right on, which was now yeah, keep the Swedish fish rolling. <laughs> <laughs> um, These things are awesome. Which I haven't played in a while, so uh, I'm gonna grab another beer for us. So you got to chug. Yeah. <laughs> Working on it, man. So, do you have uh, the, do you have a harmonica tuned to every single scale? I used to. I had a whole set. Now I only have D and C. How much is a whole set? That's twelve. Yeah, I got a cheap one at one time, like thirty bucks for a oh, whole really? set. But they were plastic bullshit, and I broke uh, them all. Okay. I broke every <laughs> single one. And I and and so at the time, because I went went through them. Um. Yeah, I went, I went, uh, I went through them, and as we were playing like songs, me and my friend Jay, we were like, uh, we were like trying like every key to like what would sound good and what you know. We, we it was that was our learning curve to just like harmonica. I just grabbed one. My I think one of my ex girlfriends had a harmonica at her house. And there was no other musical instrument. It was just a harmonica. She's like, ah. And I was like, I'm going to play it. And I just started fucking around with it. And like, while she was like washing the dishes or doing something stupid. And I'd be like, I'm just like fucking around with it. I was like, I could play the harmonica. And then and then I just started playing it because it was fun. And then that's pretty much all I ever did was just play it because it's fun. You got one of those. Uh, oh, you do. One of those retainer things. You can. I have one of those yeah. as well. A little headsets. So I play some, some, play some Neil Young. <laughs> do some Neil Young and some uh, fucking uh, Bill, was it Billy Joel? Yeah, a little fucking piano man. Yeah, is that or is it Bob Dylan? Well, I wonder. Bob Dylan, well, no, Neil I, Young, Billy Joel played the piano. Billy Joel, right? Yeah, but wasn't there like a harmonica in that? Like maybe I don't know. Anyway, I just the one thing I remember about or I've heard about and this uh, one's light too. This is a four pointer. Nice four point five, so we can go down a little bit. Nice, then nice. I got a hard one at the end for us to split. <laughs> Hits the right double. On, man. The double. Great way to spend a Saturday. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but I, I, I enjoyed playing fucking uh, harmonica, dude. It was just something. When me, so me and my best friend, we did the the Marshall Railroad Band, and then it was just us two all the time. So it was just us two. We recorded an album and we went on tour for two months. And yeah. the cool thing about playing harmonica is the fact that we had like maybe two songs with a harmonica in it. We were trying to add some more, but the fact that I can put down my guitar and then rock and why he would play. And then I could rock the harmonica and sing and just go back and forth. And it was just like, this really fun duo. Right. And I just enjoyed every yeah, second of cool. just like putting it down and like, you know, having a good time being on stage and shit and just, you know, it was a fucking good time. And then after that, I just loved the harmonica. I was like, fuck yeah, this thing's fun as shit. And then I met like, uh, a friend da- at the Rose, uh, you know Steve um, Kittinger. Which Steve? S- Steve Kittinger. He moved to Italy, and then he he married a girl from Italy. Yes, wait, hold on, bad. hold on, hold on. Yeah, he used to be the radio guy. Yes, the radio guy. The radio guy. I like that guy. He fu- that he's Steve. really into good blues, and he plays a fucking wicked harmonica, dude. He like oh, he does. Ki- oh, dude, he is awesome. Yeah, no, didn't he have he like some great. some some fucking a radio station or something? Yeah, he was working at some radio station that something something with blues too. Right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I forget what the he had like a nickname for his DJ. Like he had a DJ name kind of a thing, which I forget what the fuck it was now. But um, but 
awesome. Like he would just bust out the harmonica and just fucking rip. I was like, damn. Wasn't he an axe player too? Um, he might have been. I I know some of those guys in that house were like because he had like this it was him and who, Derek. Like, Derek. Remember uh, Derek? Derek played. Well, he played bass. Um, Derek. Super nice guys. Like really nice guys. Just. Chill as fuck. Justin was one of Justin, Meg Lazar's yes. older brother. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. I should probably step up to the ah, mic. Okay. I've, I've, you, been you leaning, can, I've been leaning back this, you can this adjust, entire time. Instead of moving there the chair, you're going to move the mic any way you That's want. So better. you can be comfortable cool. and just fucking... Cool, cool. Yeah. But yeah, no, Derek. All right, so he he plays he plays I wanna a get wicked a quick ass. Picture too. Sweet. <laughs> she, goes, she goes, you need a selfie stick. I was like, fuck off. <laughs> selfie stick. Hmm. So yeah, man. Um, no, Derek. Who? Which one was Derek? He wasn't like a. He wasn't like an Asian guy, right? No, Derek was. Um, he. He was. He his girlfriend is uh, Noel, and they last year yes. took took a took a really long trip. He was a librarian guy, and he took a really long trip to Asia, and went to like. I mean, almost every he went to like Vietnam, Laos, and, and he did a whole they got, tour. They got married. China, right? I don't think they got married. They moved to Portland, so now they live in Portland. Derek and uh... and Noel, they used to be regulars all the time too. Just same as um is Steve, and and then he moved to Italy. I think okay. they're back now though. I just seen him recently, but I don't know. Steve, he like popped in for a second. I was like, hey, he's not Spanish, is he? No, 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 no. He's just, he's a white dude. He's super white. They're all super white. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Anyways, anyway, by the yeah. first, by this first beer, uh, for the round two. Oh yeah, we got to talk second about second round, beer. I should say. Hold on, I got to crack it open. Cracking it. This is a cool can. Although it's like a, it's a high. It looks like the can is printed, but it's not. It's just a high end sticker. Yeah, right. Which is all right. Whatever. <laughs> oh, I went to cool. the I went to the beer place. You told me to check out which one. Uh, the place right next to Armadillo Willie's. Oh yes, the more beer. Yeah. Did it have some stuff you liked or? No, they didn't have anything I liked. But I ended up hanging out there and just talking to the dude for a long time, and it was oh. super cool. Yeah, those guys are cool there. I mean, it, it's it's definitely for like for like brewing beer. Um, they didn't. I, I was looking for like um, little tiny like mason jars and like this, or like little tiny things to put the whiskey for sample. Right. Fuck, yeah, you're I'm looking for, for for but smaller ones. I wasn't ready ones, for yeah. this podcast because I was like I was waiting on it. That's all right. Yeah, but someone's buying fucking Rittenhouse. There's like a Rittenhouse thief. I have like a... He's buying all the Rittenhouses in all the fucking stores. It's really weird. I can't... Really? Yeah. Rittenhouse uh, is a uh, really cheap but really great brand of American rye. Whiskey. And that's what I make my uh, rock and rye with. Okay. So some guy is going around buying them all up. I don't know who... Should we slap this bitch? We should. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> fucking cocksuckers. I hate like, when, when my, taking a monopoly and fucking just buying shit up. I'm not really sure. It's just a theory that I have. That there's just one dick going around buying it. I don't know what he's doing with it. But, um, yeah, you can't find him at Targets anymore. You can't find him at Safeways that used to carry. You can't find him at BevMo's anymore. Really? Yeah. I, I won't even tried Willow Market. It has a great selection. That's where I got these. Uh, okay. Yeah. Ever, ever had the kombucha I love Willow Market. Beer? Which one? The kombucha beer. I've had kombucha, but not the kombucha beer. They make a fucking beer that's like it's like fucking seven or eight percent. Willow like, Market does? Um, not Willow Market, but I think they sell it. Got to find out who it is. 
Dude, so this beer is just like a super fermented kombucha. So like it's like super I mean that's good basically beer. the same thing as how you make beer. It's all fermented. Right, right. But I guess it's more like tea and like fruit based, right? Because yeah, like yeah. Kombucha is. Right, right, yeah. So um, yeah, man. And but just higher in alcohol percentage. Like so, it's like instead of being like a little bit of alcohol, it's got a nice amount. Guess so. Yeah, it's got to be the way I it guess is. So I mean, I've had one or two, and it's just weird because it's kombucha. You're just like, well, fuck, but I'm getting fucked up. I'm getting fucked up on kombucha. Yeah, All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Which, I mean, is impossible to really do. At least the one that they sell at the stores, like the uh, the synergy, you can't fucking get fucked up on that. Yeah, no, no, no. Even not like Whole Foods or some shit. Right, like that's right. the, yeah, the synergy. The one that, where you have to be 21 or over to buy it. Yeah, the, which which is like that's what I'm saying. It's like the very smallest ABV on it. It's like it's like point like three. point. It's it's lower than non-alcoholic beer. Yeah, like you'd get you'd get sick from drinking too much fluid before before you got, you got drunk. drunk. Yeah, yeah, you'd be like, ugh, I'm drowning in this fluid. Yeah, exactly. You'd heave uh, everywhere all the fluid. The fluid. Yeah, you got anywhere. All right, so this knee, this is uh, this first beer is uh, brewed by Knee Deep uh, Brewing Company in Auburn, California, and Knee Deep is, you know, I like Knee Deep. But they, I know the guy left and started a new one, I think. But huh. this is a West Coast Pale Ale, uh, four point five. So it's a pale, you know, nice and small. And yeah, it's uh, it's smooth, very neutral. It's but which kinda, is kind of what it bitter is. Bitter at the end. A little bitter at the end. Yeah. It's got a crazy sticker can, at like a or like a like, yeah, a, what, like a condom. What what is this? It's got a condom on <laughs> the can. Condom, it's yeah. not. It's like not. It's not a sticker. It's not a fucking. You could. Peel it off, and you see the he's, dude who's who's making the hops. He's got like some kind of fucking like he's got a head. sack. Oh yeah, the yeah the oh he's got the the hop head, which is, is that uh, what it, is that what that the, is? Yeah, that neat the the knee deep brewing has that uh, mascot. If you like, dude. It. So does the monk actually? Look, you got to find all the. I'm sure this, this is like, like the game. Where's Waldo can of exactly, like exactly exactly. Uh, if you can find where they're all hidden, because I I found two. I found, I think I actually found fucking three. There's one on the airplane. Oh, I didn't even see that one. All right, so there's four. Oh, there's oh shit! Now I gotta find them all. I, I see. There's more dogs too. Jesus Christ! Okay, so I got the hophead, airplane, the one by the house. Yeah. Where's the other one? There's one. Uh, oh, there's one in the bush. Yes, there you go. Oh shit! All right. And I think that's it. There's four. If I could zoom in, it looks like there's one on the truck. I'm trying to see on the can where it says you like see, try to find them all. You see but, the airplane on the bottom of the truck? I see the airplane, the red airplane. You see the truck? I do see the truck. I think. I, if you I think look that, really close, yeah, like a in the background, there's like a little hop head. I think. If right on the side of the truck. Yeah, exactly. It, it looks like it has sunglasses, or like, well, they're, they're eyebrows, they're big eyebrows, <laughs> not sunglasses, but yeah. yeah. Let me see. This is a fun can. This is a fun can. This is definitely the Where's Waldo of like hops and beer. Like, I'm already entertained by looking at shit. <laughs> it's got like how many dogs can you get? There's like five dogs, four dogs, three dogs. There's three dogs. Yeah, three dogs. But I think yeah, the dogs are just part of the brewery. Like the, the hopheads, that's the, that's the fun part right there. Yeah, the hopheads are fun to find. But yeah, cool ass. I'll I'll post a picture of the can. Is this the uh, later? Is this the first beer by this company that you've had? No, I've had a lot of knee deep. You've had some knee deep before. You've had some triples that they had, but they, it's a different. Was, it's a different it brewery. It wasn't the one with a dinosaur on it, was it? No, they have like Breaking Bud. This one has like Breaking Bud, which is like Breaking Bad. Yeah, like- Breaking Bud and. Uh, Damn, I can't remember some of the other ones that they have, but no, it's it's pretty good. It's a good, but the but the I believe the brewer, the old brewer, now works for Revision. Mm-hmm. 
something like that. Revision or revolution? I think it's revision. Okay. I don't know. I keep saying it wrong. It's Revolution Brewing Company or Revision Brewing Company that the old brewer for Knee Deep went to. So now he's doing that shit. But uh, wow. but regardless, you know. This is beer three. I'm already getting kind of buzzed. This is great. The one thing about so being... Bu- oh, this is like buttery. It's like a harp. Well, yeah, I, see, that's why I think it's kind of neutral. It's like, you know, it's, it's like a harp. You ever have a harp before? No. I was thinking of the instrument. I was like, the harp. Yeah, this is good. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, go ahead and explain, because I, I obviously don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. No, a uh, harp uh, usually is like a, a like an English bar or you know somebody oh, that has like a okay. It's like a really, it's it uh, it honestly it's like when I first had harp, dude, it was like it tasted me like butter, like some kind of buttery like flavor. It's like what are we talking? Like, this is like some kind of meat or something. No, it's just I don't know what they do to it, but it's it's whatever a the hops. Har- okay, so it's the a beer beverage. is the beer is hop or harp. Okay, H. A-R-P. Okay. And I, I think it has a, ha- a harp uh, label, too. Yeah. Just kind of like Guinness does, which yeah. is always weird to me. It's like a harp yeah. thing. But, um, yeah, the first time I had a harp, I was like, this thing's like buttery as fuck. I like it, but I don't I don't know. It's a weird beer. You Guinness guy. You like I do like Guinness, yeah. Really? So you like you like stouts and porters, huh? I like it. I like, I like all beer. I think we talked about this. I'll drink yeah. them all, but yeah, I like... See, for me, stouts and porters are kind of hard. I guess you probably got to have the right one. If you, do you like Guinness or you don't like Guinness? I don't like Guinness. Unless it's like on tap and like in Europe, then I like it. But at the same Which I had time, in Ireland. But I drink a shitload of Guinness. At, at the same time, I like... The shits. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> at the same time, I think there are there are better beers than Guinness out there that represent hmm. the, you know, the, the, the stout oh, no, dude, the culture, you know? I went to the... I went to... I went to the Guinness Brewing. And I went to this other place that was called the Porter House. Yeah. In Dublin, and it was f- like five, or four or five stories tall. When was this, by the way? Uh, 2011. Oh, before you came out here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was like 2011 somewhere, and me, and my my friend was going to visit his girlfriend who was an ampere, or going no she no she was going to school or an ampere both whatever in France. And then he was like, "Yeah, we're gonna go. I'm gonna go visit her in uh, in in Ireland." And I was like, "Well, I'm going." Because my roommate at the time, I was like, "Well, I'm going." <laughs> and she, I, she didn't really want me to go and stuff. And I was like, "Fuck that! I don't give a fuck. I'll part ways. Who cares? I'm just gonna right, go." Right, right. And he's like, "All right." So I went with him, and then we ended up hanging all all together, and it was fucking a blast. They had a different hotel room, and I stayed in the hostel. Dude, right, I right, had right. fucking a blast in this hostel. Dude, it was fun <laughs> as shit. I stayed with like this these two girls and. Then, like, these English girls moved in. It was a fucking riot, dude. Like, it was just, like, no, like, I had, like, no guy roommates. It was all girls. Yeah. I was no, like, I, uh, I was like, okay. I was like, all right, whatever. We all stumble <laughs> in, like, fucking two in the morning. Fucking. But I, to this porterhouse, this place, this, it was, like, four to five stories tall. They had the best fucking nitro beers, like, of all time. Sure. And it wasn't, like, it was, like, I had a, a fucking... Uh, an oyster stout that was fucking amazing. I had uh, some uh, some oatmeal stouts that were just fucking killer. Mm. That had like this red version of that. Like it was it the beers there were fucking killer, and they weren't like to kill you. Like they weren't eight to you know they were a little stronger than Guinness, but right. still 
know what they're doing. No, you can for enjoy flavor. a couple of them in a night. You can, yeah, you can enjoy destroyed, like yeah. fucking ten of them if you want, because that's <laughs> what we did. It was a whole day of drinking. We were fucking wasted, man. But Dublin, man, was a fucking good time. <laughs> I bet. Yeah. Shit. But I mean, I do like, I do like Guinness. I do like porters, stouts. Um, depending on what I drink, everything. Like I said, I've. I got some friends who really drink uh, some heavy ass ones too, like twelve percent fucking barrel aged, fucking. You know what I mean? Like everything's barrel aged and really strong and trying to fucking kill you, basically. And it's hard because then my other friends want to drink like a thousand of them, and I'm just like, dude, I drink a lot. <laughs> it's just too much. I've never been to Dublin, man. I've always wanted to go, dude. Well, if you're in Portugal, man, you should take a small trip. Yeah, right sure. up, dude. Because it is one a, more of these. Yeah, dude, take it. Take as many as you want. You can have fucking all of them. I don't care. Um, these are awesome. Yeah, I'm, I just kept a jar because it's my sister's wedding. So, <laughs> but yeah, I've got. I'm gonna check it out. Like when I'm in uh, Portugal, I think I'm gonna go check out more Europe. Some of those places I've never actually been to. To be honest, you would probably really love Dublin for the fact of the music scene, and mm-hmm. it's all fucking traditional Irish music, and it's. It's one of the best places I've ever been to where people, like, don't start playing until 2 a.m. Really? Yeah. Because we were like, damn, we are fucking. And then the musicians just start walking in. Because they don't have bands. They have musicians. So they have people that walk in with a violin, Mm -hmm. walk in with a cello, walk in with a banjo. And people just, a flute, start fucking showing up and just start getting together. I mean, like, somebody starts playing something. They're like, key of C, let's do it. And you're just like, wow, these fucking guys are... The, like these are the real deal like that's the real deal Irish fucking setting and they're doing like you know and somebody will start you know fucking busting out a Pogue song like Dirty Old Town or something and they'll jazz it up and like that's fucking great shit so the party goes on pretty late then I dude Mondays any day of the week it's fucking the party in, in Ireland it never stops week, really? it never stops <laughs> you can get locked in and when I say that they close the door to the public, but if you're in there, you can keep drinking. Okay. So it's a weird law where, I don't know, you can they can close the pub. Right. But they're like, no, you guys don't have to leave. And then you get locked in with the musicians and get to hang out with them and just fucking all, you know. And we did a musical pub crawl. So this, these two guys, you start at one bar and then they just take you through the whole fucking city of like these really old ass bars. And it's just... One of the most incredible times you ever have. Like, I was fucking blasted. And then at the very end of the pub crawl, you can do your own thing. So some people got up and sang an acapella song. I was like, I could play guitar. And I, st- I played a little bit of House of the Rising Sun. I was fucking, I don't even remember playing it, but my friend was like, ah, oh, so fun. <laughs> I think he has it on video somewhere. Fuck but it. it was hilarious. Shit. Um, I mean, did you go on some tour for this, for this uh, pub crawl or whatever? It was like, was it like a guided like Yeah, it was like, like it was like sign up if you want to do the pub crawl today. Oh, really? And you're okay. like, yeah. Cool. It was like visit this bar cuz there's I mean, fuck dude, the Dublin is like bars. There's probably more bars than fucking housing if you want to <laughs> say that really. No, but it was a lot. And it's the college town in in the temple. So you go to the temple area. Right. And there's just alleyways of bars like next like bars, 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 pubs, fucking whatever. It's every single thing. And you just like it's the I just didn't have a bad time <laughs> at all. Like not what I mean. The fact that I had the shit really bad at this at like three in the morning, and I was like running <laughs> to my 
you know, my fucking, uh, my hostel is, you know, a, a fond memory, but it, besides any of that shit, my hostel was great too. Cause it's like a co-ed thing. It was like girls showering, guys showering, girls shitting next to you in the same stall, like that kind of shit. It was just everything that was like the most freeing time that you could have in your life. Okay. It's like, nobody cares what gender you are. Nobody cares if you're naked. Nobody gives a fuck of what you're doing. It's just, we're people and we're out there. And I thought that was still cool in Ireland, still fucking happening, because in America, it's all fucking, oh, don't look at me. Oh, my God. Right, Holy right, right. shit. Everybody's so conservative here. Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> dude, there? Yeah. Nothing. They didn't give a fuck, dude. So back to the liberating feeling. Yeah. yeah. Back to yeah. that liberation, dude. It was freeing and fun and a cult, like a culture experience. Like, I mean, for the real Irish, you know, for real music. That kind of stuff. They watched a lot of soccer, played a lot of you know rugby, uh, and definitely music was you know a lot of fights. I saw, I we saw a few fights. Yeah, <laughs> one in a back alleyway, but I didn't go to the dance club once because there's dance club, obviously too that you can go into. So what's up with that? What's the dance club one? Yeah, it's just like here. You oh, know? You, oh, oh, so it's just like a, yeah, okay, yeah, just like here. I thought we were talking not, about like different types of fights. I was like, oh, so they're dance club fights and they're back alley fights. Well, yeah, they went out in the back alley. Okay. But it was like, this guy was like, you fucking punched me. He's like, well, fucking punching you. You're fucking being an idiot. It was like <laughs> one of those kind of things. It was like, there was this whole, we were just laughing as we walked by. We're like, oh my God, this is fuck. He's like, he's like, what the fuck did you punch me? He's like, well, I punched you because you're being a fucking idiot, man. He's like, <laughs> just fucking hitting each other. I was like, and the cops broke it up for a second and they fucking all like went back in and did the shit. But it was like more of the patio vibe, dancey probably grinding up on some girl you know that was his girlfriend or some shit and just fucking you know slapping his face (laughs) but the other bars that you go to well that i went to were more like the rosen crown but traditional old old irish english pubs of like fucking they have violin players people showing up drinking playing music having a fucking good time where it's not dance dance music you know it's not nothing like that i it's, can't fucking take dance uh, no, like, no, like i don't clubs anymore man. i don't i just i, I, I never I like have bars i fucking always hated i mean not always hated clubs i used to like them but that was not what like when i was 20 21 22 that was it though yeah by the time i was like 25 i was already over them you know yeah i think you're gonna have a better time in um you're gonna have a way better time in uh in europe I think because of that, because there's so many old traditional things that it makes the experience worthwhile. Then, well, you know, you get a a good sense of culture, Yeah, you know, like culture and it's, it's, and you've been to Belgium like many times, right? Right. right, Yeah. And Belgium is fun. You've been to Belgium? Yeah, I've been to Belgium. I've been to Brussels. Nice. Did you go to a delirium bar, which is yes. a fucking tourist trap, by the way. But I mean, at the same time, it's still a good fucking time. If it's still a good time, yeah. You know? So I went to the delirium bars and, yeah. you know, where the alleyway where the kid pees. Yeah, Mannequin Peace. Yeah. Is that what it's called? His name is Mannequin, yeah, Mannequin Peace or Mannequin Peace. I don't know how to say it in, in English, but it's Mannequin Peace. And the story is he helped a, a bunch of soldiers escape the Nazis by peeing in front of them. Yeah. And like the Nazis thought, like, "Well, look at that little kid peeing; he's funny." Yeah. And then, that, and then the other guys went out. Yeah. That's that's all it was. But yeah, he became an icon for this city, I guess. Yeah, and it's like a little statue in the in the alleyway, kind of a thing. <laughs> exactly, a little peeing boy. And, and you're, you're like, "Hey, 
You can okay. get the little chocolate version of them if you want. Yep, you can get the chocolate version, and they got like uh, some Belgian waffles with chocolate on it and shit that you can get. And yeah, uh, I went. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. So you, so you got to go to Belgium too. That's awesome. Yeah, I went to Belgium, France, well Paris, and uh, and Dublin, and I've been to Japan. Really? Mm-hmm. Man, I think that was, and some countries in or uh, some cities in uh, Canada, but. What was what was Japan like? The food, especially. I want to know about the food. Well, the food's amazing if you really like that. I mean, dude, I do. I, I'm not a bit. Well, uh, yeah, you. I'm not I'm a big seafood it. person. Uh huh. But I'm a huge seafood. Well, I mean, I. I mean, you'll if you. I mean, they have the noodle bars. There are fucking incredibly awesome. So we had the noodle bars, like everything that you can think of that you want in Japan. You pretty much just get. And we were there for fuck. We partied like the the, the, the Japanese party. Oh, dude! If you go to Rapungi, dude, they do not stop. Rapungi isn't that the kind of S S M N? It's like the uh, American tourist trap right there because that's where the first uh, base, uh, the naval base is, or, or the army base, wherever the base is. Ba- like the U S. hang out there more because their uh, their 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 army camp or, or naval camp is there. Right. So they're very close to Rapungi, so they'll just party down there. But so the bars down there in Rapungi stay open 24 hours. Oh, really? Because I think, I think no effects things about like Rapungi and stuff. Yes. And then they did uh, which, the Mistress right. Bar where I tried the, the to passport. find And I found the Mistress Bar, but we didn't go up. But When did you go to Japan? Um, 2010. So again, before you came here. Yeah. But this was, oh, dude, this was when uh, no effects passport had already come out. Yes. Yeah, and, the passport was already out. Okay, and there was a, a segment of them in Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a song. Uh, what's it right. called? Um, um, cool and Unusual Punishment. Cruel and Unusual Punishment. Cool, like, cool and Unusual Punishment. Yeah. That and was a uh, play for words. Was it Osaki? Uh, they said Rapungi. They said a bunch of stuff. Osaka. Osaka. Yeah, I forget. I, I'm blanking but at the there's, moment. There's a thing about like Japanese and and punk rock. There's a, there's also like some kind of like oh, connection. Dude. Yes, I mean uh, high standard. I don't know. Are they Japanese or are they Chinese? I think they're Japanese. The high standard. There's also a uh, P Lander Z. I don't know. If you, I don't know those. Have you ever heard of? It? It, they're a weird ass group, but they're kind of like it's kind of like a a punk kind of meets Godzilla kind of theme. It's really weird. Um, yeah. Have you heard Have you heard High Standard before? I've never heard High Standard. No. Oh, dude. What are they Japanese? They're all, they were on Fat Records too. Really, and they're Japanese, or I think they're Japanese. Okay, but all the lyrics in Japanese and everything, or what? No, they sing in English. It's, I'll show you. Like, oh, uh, dude, that's awesome. Yeah, man. it's uh, shit, man. They were on some comps back in the day, before I even, <laughs> you know, I was like high standard. They do the, uh, <laughs> they do uh, on the Have you? Do you have, do you have the comp survival of the fattest? No. It's, it's the second Fat Records comic. It came out in like 96. Uh, and it opens... The first track on it is is uh, a cover of... Um, um, it's it's uh, fuck. Uh, California Dreamin' is the cover. Okay. And High Standard starts out the track. And he's like, All the weaves are brown <laughs> okay. and the sky is gray. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. And their guitar playing is the shit. I have to, I'll, I gotta show you the track, dude. Okay, I'm so, done. Yeah, I'll done. show you. When we're done with this this podcast, I'll I show used, you because it's fucking play, good. Yeah, I used to play with a guy who lives in um 
actually uh epa he he uh, was a great guitarist and huge in a punk too and he said he lived a year out there in japan and he said that like yeah like punk is huge but that like japanese culture and they're kind of real strange. punks and they're real punks and it's very strange because i couldn't go certain places with tattoos yes they wouldn't uh, let me in the pool right because like, right, 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 right. yeah there was places i couldn't go because i had tattoos <laughs> it was marked so right. sort of so to speak that's that's interesting yeah well, but he says that, like, Japanese culture, is, it's very weird because, like, everyone, like, is in a tie-in suit. But, like, as soon as the work goes off, like, everyone has, like, their own kind of either subculture they go into. Yeah. And then they go right back to, to going to work. So there is kind of like this. Yeah, I mean, I've seen these two guys. So, funny story in Rapungi. A quick story because I don't tell these long stories. I had a bunch <laughs> of stories in Rapungi, dude. Some of them just epically, epically changed my fucking life. But this one was just kind of funny. But about Rapungi, going back yeah. to it, it is kind of an SNM kind of place, right? No, it's it's just so uh, bars are open all the time, and it's bars, it's underground strip clubs, it's okay. fucking uh, SNM clubs. If you want, it's where it's whatever you desire. You could probably be in a club. You know what I mean? It's like whatever you could find. Uh, Red light district stuff, you know, right. like whorehouses and shit. Like, there's things that you can find in Rapungi that probably not a lot of places have in such a small one area, kind of a thing. You okay. know what I mean? Right, right, right. Um, but so this is this is a little uh, thing about how you can party in Rapungi, basically. Like, so me and my friend, we went down to Rapungi on this Thursday, and we're like, yeah, let's. Let's fucking, let's just, our destination is Rapunky, right? And uh, the funny thing is when you get there, you start, you start meeting all these, um, not meeting, but I should say they start bothering you. Right. Uh, these, um, um, prostitutes. No, these guys from Africa. Um, it's a certain country that they're from because they kept saying it. An African country? Yeah. Shit, there's, I mean. It was super shady people, like, people just trying to, like, they're, like, hustler dudes. A bunch of black guys, like, they're from, uh, I can't remember the goddamn country, like, Kenya or something, but it wasn't Kenya. Nigeria? It was, no, it was, like, I can't remember. It was just such a shady-ass thing, and we were, like, these, it could have been Nigeria. It was something like that. Okay. But it was, anyway, besides that, they were, like, basically working to get you into these strip clubs. Mm-hmm. Or or sex clubs or anything wherever you're going, right? So me and my friend they're hanging out, like n- not even hanging out. We just start walking, and immediately it was like fucking lunchtime, like twelve in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. We're just walking. Immediately, like this guy just like, hey, you guys, you want you, want, you like girls? Come on, come to the club, man. We got the girls, we got titties, we got this. You need to come this way, you know. Come come out some, you hang out on this club, titties. man. And we're like, nah, we're cool, man. We're going to get something right, to eat yeah, first. Yeah. We're going to hang out. Like, we're just chilling out. He's like, no, you know, you can get something to eat in the club, dude. We can do it. And then my friend's like, dude, we're going to eat a baby. And the guy was like, wow. Yeah, but we, we can. He's like, you can come and you can eat in the club. He's like, no, but we're going to eat a baby. <laughs> like, deadpanned, the most epic thing you could ever say to somebody. He's like, no, right. we want to eat a baby. And the guy was like, Okay, well, when you're done, you know, you got, we're like, dude, fuck off. You know, basically that kind of thing. And right, it was just right, like, right. but, so we went there for lunchtime first to start out the day. And we went into this uh, Japanese-Italian place. So, like, spaghetti and meatball. Okay. Japanese kind of eatery. Right. I was like, all right, whatever. 
And you kind of have to walk, like, you know how Bugger the Beppos is, kind of? You have to, like, walk through shit. That place is the fucking weirdest place in the world. But right. Keep going. So, but you know, you have to walk through right. all that you stuff. You have to walk through the kitchen before yeah. you get to a fucking. So you got to do this right. and do that. We didn't have to walk through the kitchen, but we had to walk through everything else and these all these other rooms to get to this other room to eat. So to eat, and they had like two tables, two, you know. So they put you in different rooms, like a big house that you're like just rooms are set up, you know, or chairs, okay. you know. Uh-huh. And then so we saw this Japanese guy when we first started walking into the place, passed out in his noodles. Face first, I swear to God, his nose was in a bowl, a huge bowl of noodles, fucking face first. I thought he was dead. I was like, oh my God, dude, this guy. I was like, this fucking place is crazy. All right. And me and Mark were just like, oh my, what the fuck is going on, dude? So we just went back. We were back there for about 45 minutes. We, you know, got our lunch and, you know, ordered whatever. Yeah. And then, so about 45 minutes later, we're like, all right, we're done. Come back. We start walking out, and this guy's awake eating his noodles. <laughs> just fucking, I'm like, holy shit! So really, like a guy just like his face floating in the broth. Not even no, not even broth. Just like spaghetti. Picture if you had a pile of spaghetti noodles, right, and right. your face is just in it, like face down. Your nose is buried in the meatballs. Like it's just in there. So he's eating it with like spaghetti sauce all over his face. Yeah, he had like <laughs> shit in his hair, and, and he was just like, nobody said a thing, a thing. And this is a so Japanese culture. Me and Mark watched this couple at a bar at 9.30 at night. Nine o'clock, it was 9.30. It was the earliest, right? We're up at the... So, you know, everything in Japan goes up, right? It doesn't go out because it's an island. So, you, like, all the all the buildings are... You have to are, build up. Or- you got to build up. So, this this bar, this ro- like, not a rooftop bar. This is a bar on, like, the sixth floor or something like that. We just mm-hmm. went up to this Japanese bar on the sixth floor. This elevator takes you out. You walk into this, like, weird setting. <coughs> you can drink. Um, so you walk out to this like weird light setting sit down at the bar order some shit there's some tabletops behind you like kind of like this uh, half moon shaped booth okay. they sit in and this couple's like eating dinner just hanging out drinking some beers and we're only there for about a half hour as we witness this this girl's hot you know this guy's just you know whatever and he like falls asleep, like like standing, like sitting up. He's just like. So so this, so this dude talking to his hot chick just fall asleep standing. Or? Yeah, so they're on a date of yeah. some sort, and he just falls asleep at the bar, or I mean at the at the uh, in the thing. Okay. And she's just sitting there the entire time, just looking at him, just like sipping her drink, doing whatever. All right. And I I I still don't know the the policy, but. It seems to be that everybody was able to fall asleep or do whatever they wanted, wherever they wanted. Really, it's a little bit like Vietnam too. I, I, I don't know. I mean, dude, I don't. I'm just talking about the passing out part because I, I fucking saw. Uh, my dad, who's Vietnamese, I, I don't have this trait. I wish I fucking did. He, he has the ability to pass out wherever, when the fuck ever. He can just. Close, close his eyes and he goes to sleep. That's and my then, girlfriend's that has the same trait. And she she wakes up whenever. I'm a super light fucking sleeper. Dude, I can't, I can't sleep and I'm a light sleeper. And like, to me, sleep is actually super important. Like, when I wake, when I go to sleep and I don't toss and turn at night and I actually wake up, 
with no memory of having to wake up in the middle of the night, going to the bathroom or anything like that, like I'm fucking super happy. I have an issue with fucking sleep. Agree, yeah. Uh, but in Vietnam, dude, I don't know what it is, but like I saw a guy like sleeping on his moped, just like completely, just like balanced, just like this. But like he, he there was no kickstand or anything. He just like he was kind of he was kind of up against the wall. His back was, but his moped was just completely straight. Wow. And so like leaning up against the wall, kinda, but like yeah, yeah but yeah, like kind of like this, and then just completely like you know um, just completely knocked out. And it's a different culture, man. Because when I was in Vietnam, I remember I was on a bus. It was fucking we were crammed like sardines. I was there. How old were you in it? Twenty three. Okay, so you're good. Yeah. Good enough to drink and hang out and, and appreciate. Oh, dude, it was awkward. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll tell you why in a second. But um, so in Vietnam, you really kind of that was the first kind of culture shock I've I've ever really witnessed. And I've been to Chile. You know, I've been all over Europe, and yeah, you've been you know, a lot of places, man. No, for sure. But I, Vietnam was the real place where, like, I felt a culture shock, where people, you know, like, reacted differently to to certain certain things. People communicated completely differently. Yeah. Um, did you did you speak any Vietnamese or not really? No, no, no. I had I went with my dad, who so, my dad is not an easy guy to fucking travel with. My dad is fucking hardcore. As we went on the trip, he made it very clear. And I was down. He was just like, hey, like, we're not going to any fucking five-star resorts. None of this fucking bullshit mm-hmm. by the beach shit. Like, we're going here so you can, you know, know a little bit about your roots. Yeah. Eat real fucking Vietnamese food. You know, sleep on some fucking floors. Meet some fucking family members. You know, like, really see the fucking country for what it is. None of, none of this fucking... Bougie-ass bullshit. Bougie tourism bullshit. Yeah. It was I'm like, f- all right, We're cool. hitting third world, motherfucker. No. Get prepared. So, yeah. So, we, we did... And I've had the I had the most fucking interesting fucking food and where but where was I going with this? Yeah. So for example in Vietnam, I, I realized that like people here in the States have more of a um, personal space kind of a mentality like there's a there's a sp- there's a specific space you don't really kind of threaten. Like here we've got like if I'm we call having, it elbow if, room. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like, <laughs> elbow if I'm room. having a conversation with you, I wouldn't like come right up to your face and start talking to you right, unless right, right. like I'm confronting you about right, something. Right, right, yes. Um, and that's not I'm not saying that people go right up to people's faces in Vietnam and start talking, but it's um sometimes like for example, I was on the bus, we were crammed like sardines, like I was about well, like I was saying. Yeah. And um Do you get anxiety? A little bit. I do, because I'm I not do. used to it. I do too. I'm I'm like like claustrophobic or anxiety yeah just kind of like i'm like i can't breathe in this place at the and you moment kind of, all of a sudden like you, you want to stretch and move you know you just kind of want to be out of there yeah, get the fuck yeah, away exactly. from me dude yeah yeah but no we were all crammed and this old lady next to me just you know she poked me like this on the shoulder i thought she wanted something yeah and then she but she didn't make eye contact she just poked my shoulder looked at it and then just fucking rested her head on it like she, she was like she was testing a pillow, pretty much. So she, she poked. It. She was like, "Is this tender?" And she's like, "Oh, let's sleep on your arm." Yeah, exactly. And, like, and then she the and fuck? then she just she was just like, "Boom!" And then I was just like, "I'm like, all right." And then my dad cracked up. He's like, "Yeah, dude, don't don't worry about it. Like, it's it's just how it is, you know, here." And I uh, guess <laughs> can we yeah. change that rule? <laughs> Well, I mean, I got kind of used to it after a while. I mean, just it, it was they're very communal in that kind of way too. Yeah, you know, like um. It's not, it's like in Vietnam, it's if someone, someone will like offer you to like come stay at their house and like when like you're staying at their house, it's not just like you get to stay in a guest bedroom, like you're sleeping on the floor, like next to them. Like, mm. you know, it's kind of mm. like that. Like, oh, like you can go ahead and sleep right here. Like me and my just wife like are a, here. Yeah, yeah you know, it's, you it's, guys, it's yeah. just, it's just kind of like that. Obviously it's also like a class thing. Like if, if you're going to see relatives that have a small house and don't have, you live very humbly, that's just kind of how. Does everybody sleep on the floor? 
Um, no, there, there's not. It's very weird because in, I, I, I stayed in a lot of hotels and stuff where there were kind of beds, but I, people kind of slept on these like these mats, I almost kind of want to say. You okay. Know, kind of like a mat kind of. Like, kind a of pa- like a pad. Like a pad. Like a pad. Like a mat yeah, pad exactly. or something. Yeah, okay. Right. So my dad told me a couple of things about Vietnam before going. He's just kind of like, hey, like you're going to eat a lot of weird shit. But you have to understand that Vietnam's a country that went through famine and warfare, a lot of bad stuff. Like there were times where people just had to eat what was around, what was available. So when people take you out or when people cook for you, you have to be sure to like never refuse the food and always eat and always eat everything. And that made sense to me. But then, you know, I was also fed dog. Right. So you're like, you're like, you're like, I ate the whole, I ate the whole portion and everything. And um, it, it fucking, it, it wasn't good. Of course, in... And it's probably hard to fucking eat, right? You're just like... You know, I'm not did sure... Did they tell you it was dog? My dad told me it was dog. Uh, At the same time, I don't know what type of dog it was. Right, you just know it was dog meat. It was dog meat, and it just wasn't very appetizing. And, I mean, I I was there. I wasn't going to, like... I, I own dogs. I fucking love dogs. I right, no, no. I would fucking eat a dog, right. you know? <laughs> no, but, but, but it, shit it, happens when but, you party, Yeah, it. no, it, it was given to me. <laughs> I, I, I didn't think about it. I just went for it. I ate it. I ate it with my rice and my whatever, my cabbage on the side. And they also served me a wine... And this came in this huge fucking, we'll call it a mason jar. Okay. With a bunch of fucking dead baby birds just floating at the fucking bottom. At the bottom of the wine. At the bottom of the wine, yeah. Oh, my God. I didn't know it was a talon in my glass when I got my freaking first cup. Oh, dude. So you were like, I'm freaking out. It was robust, <laughs> to say the least. I mean, that wine was fucking, woo. Did you, did you, did you was it, it good or was it, or did you just be like, Fuck it. I have to do, like, I just don't, I want to get, I wanna like, get this it's, over with. It's like, I don't, re- I want to get this over with and I don't want to remember this situation, but I'm going to have to drink a lot of this wine to make that happen. So. Keep filling my glass. <laughs> yeah, that, that <laughs> I just ate dog. Yeah, I might as well eat a dead exactly, bird yeah. fetus carcass in this wine. Like. Wash it down. Why, why was, was there, did you ask questions or was it just like, fuck it? Nope. Well, you know, I, every time I wanted to be, address something, I had to stop my dad from, you know, some conversation and be like, hey dad. And you ask the table what the fuck this is, you know, with all the big dead baby birds. And sometimes he'd do it. Sometimes he'd be like, I'm busy. I'm talking. I'll answer. He'd be like, fuck you, Pop. You owe me, motherfucker. Cocksucker. Right, yeah. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. There, there was times that were like that. Yeah. So, uh, no, I, I would probably ask him one-on-one afterwards, like the next day. I'd be like, hey, so like that wine we had at dinner with all the dead birds. Are we going to die? Like, <laughs> nah, are we get poisoned? Dude, there was booze with like a, like a, a, a cobra, just a dead cobra inside, um, like Fucking a spirit. Hell. Sometimes One time there was a, a bottle with a cobra with a scorpion hanging out of the cobra's mouth in a bunch of booze. And Jesus Christ. Yeah, people, it's like a gift that you can give to someone and you drink the fucking booze. With that fucking... That's like, that's definitely... Some culture shit right there. Yeah, yeah. And then I had to, I had to take shots of vodka and lobster blood one time. I don't know if I ever told you that. No. What was that like, dude? Lobster blood. All right. So what it was like? It was when I also tell long stories. I know. No, like dude. That's what this flaws. podcast. No, no, it's not a flaw because people on the podcast love stories. Yeah, that's true. Right. And I like stories. That's the whole point of people talking. Is like they want to hear about things that maybe they might experience one day in their life that like. Could take a trip to Vietnam and be like, dude, what was Vietnam like? Right. That's why you get to All tell right. it. Okay. <laughs> you know well, what I mean? Here's what it's like. It's actually pretty, it's not as bad as you think, but I'll get to why. Um, it was pretty traumatizing at first before I took the shot because we were having this stew 
Right. We were invited by these members of the, I guess, the Communist Party, because remember, Vietnam is a Communist Party. So my dad had a um, cousin or something who worked for the Communist Party and actually gave English classes to Vietnamese people. His English was all right, but You're like, your English sucks, bitch, and you're giving this motherfucker (laughs) classes? Exactly. I'm moving in. (laughs) But uh, Prepare to have your job taken. (laughs) You know, he took us us to the fucking um, restaurant. So we're all there, and I remember strictly the rules that my dad told me, you know, I'm here, I'm going to eat everything. It was really weird, because we all sat down, and he had to, op- he opened up the whole, like, lunch with a song, and he so he sang at the table, but, like, it was, everybody else at the table was, like, super serious, and just, like, was, was looking at him, so I did the same thing. It was very awkward, he didn't sing very well. And, <laughs> like, but I'm like, what the fuck? This guy sucks. Yeah, like, <laughs> Fucking serve the food already, man. Get right. over your song, Uncle. <laughs> I, I was respectful though. So no, anyways, no, for sure you have to be right. So we get out. We have this kind. Of, have you ever, ever had hot pot? No, you should because there's some places in the city that fucking kill. But hot pot is just kind of like you. You kind of have like this big communal pot of like boiling water that like you throw ingredients in. And then like, oh, right. You got you, you. Sometimes there's a bunch of different types of shrimp and meat and all this kind of stuff. And then there's a bunch of veggies. Yeah. And you, you just kind of throw things in, and you just kind of keep going and going and going. There's a different thing, I guess, similar to that. It's called stone soup. Which uh, so stone soup. Be. Well, I guess back in the day they put a, a stone. Uh, as a heating source mm-hmm. and they would heat they would boil start boiling the water and then they would just throw everything in as a okay. soup you would toss in you know you start making everything so a meat bones uh, whatever you want to cook the broth and fucking right so you know, yeah so so basically the same thing yeah, so, yeah it, it's it's one of these meals that like it's it, like when you have hot pot it's kind of like a three-hour thing because yeah. like, like the, the flavors and the profiles will just change as you toss more things in and like things will like reduce more yep especially and, yeah the longer you cook it it's right, like yeah right, of right. course so it like like the whole meal kind of goes through phases and then like you know like my dad who's like vietnamese and used to it, he's just like oh there's certain ingredients like you'll know really well like we're, we're heading into two hours like now is when you want to want to start tossing some of this stuff in to make like the the the, the broth tastes a certain type of way man your dad's the shit he kind of knows his thing right so there's this part in the meal i guess and um where they gonna we're gonna toss in some lobster Mm. so they're like but it's gonna be live lobster right so you're gonna hear it's fucking scream it hisses kind of right so we're gonna they're like we're gonna kill it we're gonna take shots of his blood with vodka and then we're tossing it in the hot pot i'm like oh fuck okay uh bring out this lobster so he wait so he said you're going to take shots of the blood. Yes. And before I'm, we throw it in. Well, you're going to like, much. You're, yeah. And I'm kind of like, I. So you were just like, say what? <laughs> it was a little like that, but at the same time, I don't really eat lobster that much. So I was kind of excited it was going into the stew. And I'm like, maybe I'll be able to pass on this shot. Like, I, or, you know, but a part of me kind of knew I wasn't going to be able to pass on this shot. <laughs> like, your whole, your whole thing is like, I'm going to be able to whole, bypass this whole trip. Nope, I gotta indulge in every single. Like thing. I was already thinking, like I was just gonna pretend to take the shot, and just like pour it on my chin and just kind of like swipe it off, right, right, or, like, or, or spit it back or, in, or, the like thing. spit it in, or I, I don't know what I was gonna do, but it, the traumatizing part was when they brought out the lobster because this fucking lobster. I thought the lobster was gonna be what maybe like two of these beer cans, maybe like this, you know? right? That's that's probably a normal, yeah, right. normal sized lobster. The fucking thing was this big. Holy fuck, dude! It's and like it had and these, let's, it just had let the record weird... know he's like showing like three feet. <laughs> It's, it, yeah, no, or it's, two it's feet, like this. Two feet long. Or, yeah, that's probably about three feet. 
Yeah, right? Take, yeah. And, like, its legs, like, were so long, too. It was, like, something out of fucking aliens. Like, it was, like, it, it like, came on live. These two guys propped it onto the table. It's, like, kicking. It's, like, weird oh. little fucking side legs. Yeah. And knocking over plates, and we're, like, catching them off the table. Oh, shit. And then uh, they're like, okay, everyone, hold on to your plates. Like everyone's smiling. Like, oh yeah, this is this is all good. Like, this is the this is the this is the kicky part. It's all good. This is the kicky the kicky part. Yeah, this is a live motherfucker. Why isn't he dead? Yeah, yet? I'm like I'm like going white. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, You're like I'm gonna pass huge. out. That thing looks like one of those things from Aliens. Yeah, it was. Uh, it, it, I yeah, it was weird. Anyways, they yeah. bring a bowl. They put it on the table in front of the lobster. One of the young guys grabs. The lobster by its antennas, which is kind of the, like, things that, it's almost kind of, well, it's kind of got, like, these oh, things oh, right, that kind of, yeah. so he kind of grabs it by the head and pulls its head back, so he kind of, you know, exposes his abdomen, right? Right. Just like, so, so, yeah, get the, yeah, the abdomen's out. And this is the fucking most fucked up part, but they decide to shank it, and I mean prison shank it, because it was with a screwdriver, just like, bop, right in well, the screwdriver, abdomen. Well, screwdriver, just Yep, it was a <sighs> screwdriver, it wasn't even a knife, it was just like. From. What we got available? Screwdriver. Let's do it. <laughs> Phillips or flathead? Uh, flathead would be better, but we got Phillips. Let's do it. Is the Phillips the one with the? The, the Phillips one? is the cross. Yeah, it wasn't the Phillips. So it was a flathead. It was a flathead. Got the flathead, which makes more sense. <laughs> it makes. I would do. I'm like, what do we got? Flathead. Let's do it. <laughs> but that's fucking. Ha! And then right. just what? So what? So the blood spills out. So the blood goes into the bowl that they put in front of the lobster. Yeah. And to my surprise, uh, lobster blood's actually clear. It's it's not actually red. Oh. Which kind of helped a little bit. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, okay, we're drinking Sambuca. That's cool. Right, <laughs> right. Lobster Sambuca. Can we has... get some Fernet in here? <laughs> so, so, yeah, the, so the blood's going in. The thing is hissing. Yeah, so it's it's fucking yelling and or basically for hissing, its life. But it like you know it kind of the hiss kind of sizzles out. It's like kind of like a like an air like an air balloon slowly let it in. You know? <laughs> right. And then you know you 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 can tell when it stops to kick and move, and that's when it's time to you know kind of hack it up and toss it another thing. Yeah, memorable meal to say the least. Uh, took a couple shots of the of the uh, vodka with the blood in it, and it was it wasn't that bad. It was just kind of like salty vodka. Like a really, 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 really dirty martini almost. So what was it mixed with? Vodka and lobster blood. Okay, so it was vodka and yeah, lobster blood. It's yeah. so like a half and half. Yeah, but I also had fucking whiskey and bear bile. So bear shit. No bile. Vomit? Or, or, no, I, or stomach I, acid? So, or? so yes. It, yes, something like that. Like So so bile is, is kind of like something that I think your pancreas or some shit secretes. Uh, you, you puke it up when you puke. It's, it's right. like bile. That's what I'm saying. I thought it's, it's like that, uh, that almost kind of... Like very thick, slimy kind of thing you you vomit out. I think. Yeah, I think. I think so. But bear, so bear vomit. But I don't, sort of. Well, it the bile came from like a some kind of like pancreas or something. So, right, right, right. So then it was, and that was tossed in to the fucking whiskey, and I drank that, and that was also fucking weird. At a Did you get at a sick dinner. at any point? You know what? No, didn't have the, didn't get dysentery, didn't have the. Uh, didn't well, have, didn't have like the shits or anything. Or I did, did not get the shits. I was afraid I was going to. That's what I'd be afraid of. I'm like, I shit a lot anyway, and I'm like, <laughs> I'd be afraid that I'm gonna shit all over after I, because I would turn white half the time. You like said any of this stuff. I'm like, my biggest thing is like, do I have to ingest something that I don't want to ingest? Oh, dude, you know. But I like the fucking idea though. I love that idea. Like of of everything. Like I'm like, that's a fucking that's the way to live a culture. But you had your dad too, who yeah. was like who had family members. So if you go, there's a tourist. You're not gonna get that kind of treatment. No, but you see, my my dad like himself like 
there's a certain culture in Vietnam that not a lot of people know about, and there is a big distinction between Vietnamese that left Vietnam during the war and the ones that stayed. And there's kind of a negative stigma towards the Vietnamese who have left, who come back. Because, of course. Because they're usually the Vietnamese who, you know, go and they finally, you know, achieve kind of the American dream. And they come up, they, they come back with money and they kind of exploit the Vietnamese that, you know, mm -hmm. live in Vietnam since they're still kind of in a third world country. So now they're like, fuck you. So they kind of come back. We, we have all the money. Yeah, exactly. So it's very common that like the actual Vietnamese will rip off a Vietnamese who, who's, you know, an expat. You You're know? right. Okay. So my dad was kind of uh, always like getting like ripped off and getting super fucking pissed. And he'd always have these fucking like episodes where he'd just like get into these fights. He uh, got his hand cut by the cook one time because he fucking ate the meal, refused to pay. And the guy came out with a fucking knife. And then there was kind of a shoving back and forth. And somehow my dad's hand got kind of cut. It was, oh, Jesus. I mean, it seemed a little bit more intense it was yeah but, uh, i'm still i mean if a guy has a knife and he's fucking come at your dad like because you're not paying a meal like you're like fuck jesus Christ. no i had to go with my aunt to the to the fucking cops to go like stop this thing and while we were gone there there was some i guess some kind of shoving my dad kind of had like a slice on his hand but it wasn't a big fucking deal yeah. but uh still yeah i mean oh. it's still a big deal but yeah fucking damn that's crazy no the vietnam no it was it was it was trippy but it was where did you end up sleeping and staying for the most part? Or did you keep traveling around? Uh, so I actually started from the south and went all the way north. Um, and a part of this trip was done on a fucking moped with my dad. Straight up Dumb and Dumber style for mm -hmm. about a couple days. And uh, Was that cool as fuck or what? Not really. Um, it wasn't a good bonding experience with your dad? He f Is your dad little... No, my dad, well, my dad, I'm bigger than he is, but he's like, what, 5, 10, 11? Were you bigger, you were bigger than him yeah. at, the, at this time, right? He, he broke so, his, he broke his ribs on the, on the trip during one point, which is pretty fucking bad. And oh, he shit. blamed it on me. <laughs> <laughs> he did. It's all your fault. Fuck you, asshole. You're the one who fucking sucked at driving a moped. Get the fuck on back, bitch. He didn't, he didn't break his, he didn't break his rib on the moped. He, he burned the living shit out of his calf. On the moped because you've got a tailpipe that you have to be careful. Like when you walk off your moped, so you, it's on the so your so your common sense is better than his common sense. Is what I'm saying. Or your logic. You're like, hey, dad, there's a hot tailpipe when you ride a motorcycle. No way. That's actually not what happened. He it was some it was a parked moped that was happened to be parked that happened to just been turned off that he kind of oh. walked uh, he walked up against and brushed and just burnt the living shit out on oh, that shit. fucking yeah. So that was kind of a random random act. Kind of, yeah, okay. Yeah, so that's a little different. It wasn't different. on ours, but Okay, yeah. okay. But damn it. Yeah, but my dad, one time we were we were on this floating market, which it's exactly what it sounds like. It's a bunch of boats. It's like a flea market on the water, and it's a bunch of little boats that are just selling shit. So you kind of have to hop from boat to boat. To, right. Um, yes, I've seen those. Well, I mean, I've seen the pictures of those. And uh, a friend of mine, uh, of a friend, was from Vietnam, so she explained like right. some, some some of the boat stuff with the markets. So you've got a bunch of little boats, kind of all level with with a couple of them. But then you got some of the bigger boats that yeah. have more produce and stuff. And like that, bigger boats have like like each of the little boats will sell like an individual thing. Yeah. But the big boat kind of has like, it's almost kind of like the food court. You can almost kind of go to, so you, you hop on one of the small boats, you get on kind of a bigger boat and then you walk from on a plank from decently sized boat to bigger boat. Yeah. So he falls off cause we're actually walking back on the plank. And, um, the dude in front of me for some, for whatever reason stops and I abruptly stop too. So, so I'm you like hit him. him and then my dad hits me, falls off the plank 
right below us are a bunch of little boats doing their business. Yeah. He just happens to just eat shit right there on the side and just breaks his fucking oh, ribs. Dude. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, so he blames you. You're like, it's not my fucking fault. It's this guy in the fucking front. Dude, my dad gave oh, me like... shit for like a day because he's, yeah, exactly. I was trying to tell my dad. My dad's fucking very stubborn. So he's, he's also pretend, he's kind of like a, a badass too. So I had actually, like, for the first time, your dad life, seems like a fucking badass. He's dude. a badass, man. He, he's, uh, yeah, he doesn't take no shit. I, I hate that about him. But no, yeah, that's the cool it, thing about him. It's the cool thing about him, but believe me, man, like, no, as a son, asshole. I get that. I know dads who are fucking right, who right, take right. no shit and who are treat their kids like that kind of a sin. But you're like, Pff. but the fact that he's a man who takes no shit is kind of cool. No, yeah, he's definitely that guy. Yeah. So I've, I had to actually take care of him. This is one of the like, the only times I've actually seen my dad vulnerable. Like he had broken ribs and like he also had kind of like a cough, which was simultaneously some of the, like the most painful things in the world. Because like when every time you yeah, cough, yeah, it's next just to the like, ri- oh dude, yeah, fuck that. So like he was like coming down with like with, like some kind of cough or something, oh, and he had just sh- broken his ribs. So he, sometimes he would just like cough in the middle of the night and just like be like yelping in pain. And like I'd turn the lights on, make sure Run up like, to him, roll, like dude, you're okay. Yeah, roll him on like you make sure he wasn't like you know had to roll him on the side. But he became super bitter. So, <laughs> I'm just, yeah, I get it. So That's some, why you're fucking hurt. Oh, man. So sometimes I would have to go out and just go get beers, you know? And I went to, at this one hotel, there was a bar that there was a lot of, like, actually Americans that were just, like, young guys my age that were traveling, playing pool and stuff. So I was like, oh, cool, dude. I'll just hang out with these guys and drink. Went back to the hotel room, dude. Oh, my God. My dad was so pissed. He had accused me of going to see fucking, like, Saigonese hookers or some shit. <laughs> and I was like, man, like, I was so shocked. Like, I didn't even know how to defend myself. Yeah. I was kind of like, dude, dad, like, no, like, I didn't. He's like, well, what were you doing? I was like, I was I was having beers. And he's like, of course you'd say that. I'm like, well, I mean, yeah, of course I would say that. But that's, because that's, what, I, that's what I was doing. Because that's what I'd be doing, you know, like, I did. Like, what else am I going to do here? Like, I almost have some beers. You fucking yeah. made me fucking lobster blood. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, shit, trying to wash man. this beer down with that lobster shit in my mouth, asshole. <laughs> man. So yeah, mom was a trip. A lot of prostitution too, which was kind of a fucked up thing. Well, yeah, I feel like the, a lot of countries just have that kind of the Vietnam. prostitution facts is a yeah Vietnam probably definitely. Maybe, Vietnam, you know Thailand, Vietnam. Yeah, Thailand, Southeast Vietnam, Asia, Philippines. Yeah, just try. I mean, that's that's a money maker right there for for all the ladies, which is like, man, eh, it's just it's just, well, it's that's just, that's the kind of thing too. That's a like, shallow. You also see a lot of like older, like 50, 60 year old men that just go there. They're traveling alone, you know, mm-hmm. not don't have a wife or family. You know why they're there. Mm-hmm. All right, let's hold on a second. Add a little bit left. So, all right, so Vietnam was crazy. Vietnam was fucking crazy, and not to fucking mention the fucking huge bugs. Yes. Talk about that for a second, because I had only experienced huge <laughs> bugs in Alabama, and I was like, holy fuck, these bugs are huge. Yeah, fucking... I stepped off a bus on tour, and these bugs were like this fucking big. Yeah. I, mean, I, I guess they were just randomly like big mosquitoes and big other bullshit, but I don't even know what the fuck they were. Trippy but... short story. Yeah. I was on, a, I was on a, a train to Vietnam going somewhere from point A to point B, I guess. And I'm sleeping in this in this uh, train. I'm six foot two, so I'm always cramped anywhere I sit in Vietnam. Yeah, you're tall, dude. And uh, you know, there's in this. It was super hot in in the in the train, and we had all these fans going. Every single row had a had a fan. And I was sleeping, and then all of a sudden, I'm woken up to what it felt like someone sneezed like right over me, like a big fat, oh, like on your face or something. Yeah, just okay, like, like like someone sneezed like. 
like mucusy something gross and like i i'm like opening my eyes slowly like i already kind of realized i'm like who the fuck just is this not all over me? Right. And it was a fucking a dragonfly that went into the back end of the fan, got chopped up by the fan, and like sprayed completely all over oh, my head. It's guts all over Christ. me. Yeah, it was huge. Holy fuck! I think it was a dragonfly. I think it was a dra- something got fucking chewed up. <laughs> something got chewed up. Yeah, and splattered on your face. Yeah, it was on my face and like on my neck, and I was like, oh my god. And my dad's like, it was probably just a dragonfly. So what? What else? What? What were the other animals or the? Like the bugs or anything like what was like some of the uh, did you see anything that was like really shitty? So, so there was in uh, some of the we, there were some parts where we stayed <laughs> in some hotels, but we stayed at some pretty rundown hotels. And I mean, like in Vietnam, like you can live really well because the rooms are cheap, right? They're like a yeah. dollar. No, I mean, like let's say like maybe three three bucks a night Dude, for yeah. a, de- a, a decent thing. Yeah, exactly. That's fucking like a place living. where you, you you would feel comfortable sleeping in. Yeah, with like a you know bathroom inside, and it was all good. And the, the really cool thing about Vietnam's is they have the shitter in the shower. It's in the shower. Yeah, so you you can li- like and so you the, the, shit shower as it's going. Gives a new term could, to the yeah, gives a new meaning also, to the term shit shower and, and shave. <laughs> and you also have a hose next to it too. It's like a hose, so like there's there's no toilet. You just have to hose yourself once you're done, just like so like a bidet kind of thing. Pretty much more Ish. intense, a little intense in the bidet. It's actually like a hose that you would like water like your your oh, backyard. Like a, like a fuck, so you yeah, spray. It's exactly, like it only has exactly. one setting: forceful, <laughs> An, forceful anal. <laughs> but Interesting. I mean, yeah, no, you, you could totally yeah just just hang out on the john while while you shower, and there's also the hose, so you can yeah. But uh, where was where, where, where was I going with this? Um. What were we just saying before? We we're talking about bugs and, and, and animals and stuff like yeah, that. But okay. like, yeah. So so back in the hotel rooms, um, I had this one room that was like kind of – there was a bunch of lizards in it. Like they would crawl on the walls and stuff like that. And then I told my dad, I'm like, dude, like can we get the, like the housekeeping person to, to um, you know, do get, something about, get, the, about, about the bugs lizards. Or, yeah. or about the lizards, you know. And then it, the lady had just happened to come by and then my dad's laughing and he calls her over and he, he tells her and then she starts to laugh. And then um, – I later on learned that like having a room full of lizards is actually good luck because they'll eat all the the mosquitoes and stuff during the night, yes. and you actually want them in there. Yes, because I was thinking the same thing because right, I was thinking right, right, right. the more lizards I got, the less bugs I'm gonna have. Right, and supposedly they they they're more afraid of you than you are of them. So I mean, on they really just stick to the walls. Did you befriend any of them? No. Oh man, that would be cool. Yeah, no, they coming up be, on you, that would be sweet. They, no, they don't come up on you at all. But uh, yeah, I mean the fucking the spiders too. Shit. Oh, that's the yeah, that's a that's a fear. Yeah. Spiders, dude, can't take it half the time. No, but my friend has the worst story about when he went down to Australia. But like that's the yeah, that's where they're really scary. I think. No, yes, because I don't. <sighs> I mean, that's one reason I'm nervous about going to Australia, but because they got the what's the the wolf the huntsman the huntsman. It's like this big. Yeah, it's fucking. My, huge. my my friend Max had a story about how he had to kill one of them. Actually, oh Jesus! It was one of the most traumatizing. Well, all right. Yeah, go ahead. Tell it. You can tell the story. No, so he was uh, he was in Australia for some weird reason. He he went to go like study like uh like. He was in law school. His law school sent him out there for like a couple weeks to study, take some course. So he was out there. He was uh, staying at some Airbnb or something. And uh, it was late at night. He was smoking his J. And he had gotten a hold of some Australian weed. Nice. Uh, he was on the couch watching TV. The The whole room was kind of, it wasn't lit. It was dark. So but, Yeah, it's a darker, yeah. But above the TV, he sees this thing. He can't really tell what it is, but like just kind of 
kind of crawl really fast across. Yeah. So he's like, okay. Um, I don't know what that was. Yeah, so he's stoned at the same time. So oh, of course, you're like, yeah, life is fun. So, you know, like, <laughs> so, you know, when you're stoned, you're just kind of sitting there and you're contemplating just... all the different scenarios that could, that, <laughs> what the fuck that could have possibly been. <laughs> yeah. And, like, you're, you're also simultaneously making a decision whether you're going to get up and do anything about it or whether you're just going to let the paranoia just kind of fizzle out and just, like, ignore it ever happened. Right, right. You're like, nope, nope I'm good. No, I'm good. no. I'm good. I'm good. So, good. yeah. Everything's so, good. Everything's fine. So he's like, you know what? I, I can't just go to sleep now. I, I'm, like, I'm, nah. not, I'm not going to sleep here. And, like, there's this thing in this room somewhere. Fuck that. Nope. He turns on the light and there's this fucking huge spider on the fucking wall. And it looks like it's just like looking at him. Because oh as soon as he like kind of like even looks closer, it, it like kind of twitches. Like it's... And he's, I'd be like, ah, it's launching my like, face. He's got like a pretty good distance. Like, you yeah. know, and like... It's so like, yeah, he's like out here to there, yeah. Yeah, if not further. And he, like the, the spider sees him kind of like leaning in. Like every time he gets like he, he kind of leans in a little bit. Like it just kind of like I said, like it twitches, right? So he doesn't know what to fucking do. He's like, all right, well, I guess I can throw shit at it from here, but, <laughs> but I, I would have to hit it with something pretty hard because this is a pretty big spider. Knock it down off the wall, injure it while it's on the ground. It's going to crawl toward me. Yeah, like kill it. But like, what if it crawls? Like this thing is big. Like, this is not a daddy long leg. No, this is a motherfucking spider. So he fucking, he gets, he gets, he tries to throw something at it and completely misses. Again, okay? he's stoned. Oh, fuck, yeah. So he says fucking literally 20 minutes goes by where, like, he's still just staring at it and it's not moving. 20 fucking minutes go by. Just staring together. So he's just kind of like, he's like, he's contemplating, like, just calling the Airbnb person and having her come over and take care of the situation. <laughs> I would be like, get up. You can come up and take care of this but shit. But I, I think he had mentioned that she was kind of hot or something and he was too embarrassed to call her. So, well, too, yeah, being like a little, yeah, yeah. what? You're being a little bitch? I'm like, that's a spider. <laughs> no, because so Australians, this is probably something they deal with on a daily. So It has like, to be. You if know, you're in a hotel like that, somebody's got to call once a night. Airbnb. It was an Airbnb. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, so, so, yeah. So, so Airbnb. someone's house, right? So somebody's so. house, yeah. So, so a little different than a hotel. So what he ends up deciding to do is he slowly backs up into the kitchen and he's like, all right, kitchen's probably got half stuff to kill a spider. If not knives or whatever, there's probably detergent or some kind of cleaning product I can, like, blind it with or I'll spray right. it something. And then, like, the fumes will kill it or something. He's, he's stoned. His, his imagination's racing. It's, yeah, it's going off. It's going off the wild, yeah. So he fucking, he, he's like, all right, I got some fucking detergent here. Like, um, he, or, or I don't know what he fucking had. I, this is a, I heard this story a while ago. But he decides to spray it with something. And, you know, he changes the thing, so he sprays it. But you got to be pretty close. Er. Right. Well, you see, you got to be close if the spray is like a mist. If you can if kind you of... Stream, if, if, if you have a stream, you can you stay... still it, about three but feet. You, but your maybe. aim has to be better. Yes. Because you have to at least get it in, like, its eyeballs or something. If you get it on its ass, it's not going to do shit. No, it's not going to do nothing. It's going to come at you. So... You're done. <laughs> <laughs> so, he's like, all right... Here it is. I have my fucking spray. I'm locked and loaded. I'm gonna. I'm aiming. He's. He, I'm gonna shoot at this thing. So he he gives a couple shots. Completely misses. Keeps shooting. Hits the thing a couple times in the face. Like yes, but the thing falls. And then there's like a fucking cabinet right there. So it falls. And then he's like, oh fuck. Like this is the time. Where, like now it's. This is that, not what I wanted to have. Now I have to get on my all fours. Look underneath the thing and see where it is. He's like, now I just created a worse situation for myself. Yes. So, this is a horror movie situation right here. You're like, oh, fuck. So he, oh, fuck, man. 
Yeah, so I'm, I'm like, he's telling me the story. I'm like getting anxiety. I'm like, I feel I'm like, already, I, I'm already on my edge. Yeah, I'm like, like, this I'm is getting, a friend of a friend. I'm, getting, I'm on that, I'm on that, I'm on that loop right now where I'm a like, friend of a friend's story, and I'm like, no, dude, let's just, not go to Australia anymore. Let's just not. <laughs> Fuck that. It's where everything dies, no, dude. Like I was listening to the story. I was like yanking the collar of my shirt. I was like, man, I'm, I'm shifting in my seat. I'm like, dude, Stop what the fuck it. did you do? <laughs> what, so what happened? Yeah, so, so what tell happened? Him. So he's like, all right. So what happened was that like, he, so he he he. Waits another 15 minutes. He's like, all right. Walks over. I, I think he was shooting like from behind the couch, just picturing how much of like how much of a pussy he was being at the situation. He probably did yeah. from behind the couch. Behind the couch. He, he walks yeah. around on the couch, gets on all fours and sees the fucking thing just underneath there, just like kind of in the corner. Yeah. Kind just of looking right back propped at up him. And you're like, yeah, he's like, he's like, all right, he's like, all right, it's still definitely alive. It's not on its back with its legs up. Nope. The fumes aren't killing it. It is just high <laughs> as fuck right now, and you just angry. Yeah, it. it's it was he probably just shot it with Windex. Yeah. So so he's like, all right, what he's gonna do? He decides to do is like move the whole furniture to the side, pick up a book, and just try to like launch and hit it. Launch right? it out, yeah, You're right. All right. Which he successfully does after I don't know how many how many more minutes he did before he bought the balls to do that. Nails the thing, breaks off two of its legs, but it scurries off to another part of the room pretty quickly. Oh shit. And to, to kind of just put a climax on this story, he it ends up going underneath another piece of furniture which he then moves, the thing runs out towards him kind of on off to the side. He sees how huge it is. He just jumps up in the air and lands, like, jumps up to the side and just lands right on it. Instead of made a mess. But uh, fucking like with it. his foot? Yeah, just launched and just, like, stomped on it for a good five minutes. <laughs> like, I could have seen him just, like, screaming. Like, like fucking, tears like. Tears going down his face. So, like, pure sheer fear. Just, like, just fucking stomping the shit out of this fucking spider. This poor spider. Well. I mean, because they're scared of you more than they are. Yeah, and supposedly the huntsmen, they just eat fruit and stuff, and they're just super chill. And they just, Yeah, that's it, but it's... It's only crime is looking ugly. That's the thing. It's like, he's looking ugly. He's scared as fuck. He's big. Yeah, he's dude. Big. No, I, I, you can if you look me, up the huntsman spider, dude, he's big. Yeah, no, He's no. big and scary. You gotta post it for this podcast, because it's a fucking scary ass spider. Yes. It's as big as a fucking dinner plate, if not like... Oh, they're just bigger. It's I bigger, think. There's yeah. some that are like, their legs go out. Right. Like, I mean, their their bodies are big, but, like, the legs just fucking, I mean, anything that looks, like, alien-esque of, like, long, weird legs, like, when it's, like, flies at your face, you know, kind of a thing, you're like, oh, fuck. I don't know if that movie made it scarier yeah. for spiders, or if... I'd make it scary for any situation that I've seen that, like, people base that shit off of. Have you seen the new one? I saw the new one in yeah. the plane. I saw one, I saw it in the theater. Oh, you did. It, yeah. was, it wasn't that bad. Yeah, it was alright. It was not as um, good as Prometheus, but so I saw Prometheus, at, not even knowing it was an Aliens prequel. Oh, really? Yeah, I oh, just happened to great. be like, oh, this is a cool thing about like you, some you know sci-fi out of space community thing. Yeah, and then I'm like, this movie's turning off to be a lot like Aliens. <laughs> yeah, it was the prequel to Alien, but, but I mean, was, I thought it was great. I wanted I wanted more history about those people, those humanoid things. Yes, I did more, and then in the, like and that, then, that, and that, that was the whole thing on the story that fascinated me more than the actual aliens. I yeah, and then the new that. one, it was like gave you a little bit, but not much. Right, 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 right. They were all ex- yeah, they were all exterminated or some shit. Right? Some shit happened to them, or was I forget? But it was yeah. alright. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Right, okay, so, so what's the next one? All right, so this last beer of ours to finish up our beers. It, this one's called Strobe Lights from Stillwater. 
Strobe lights, huh? And this is a double IPA. Okay. Seven, but it's a seven percent. So it's a double, but it's seven percent. So I mean, I wouldn't consider that a double. Anything over eight's a double. But still water. I can't even still say say that word. Let me see it. What is it? Oh, artisanal. 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 <laughs> Artisanal. I don't know why that's, that's weird for me. Sometimes I can't fucking read, all right? Artisanal. <laughs> Artisanal, yeah. Double hop? It, yeah, it's hazy. This is definitely the haziest one we've had of the group. Oh, nice sound effect. Yeah. Is it hazy? Yeah. I mean. Yeah, it's like juicier. Looks like juice. The last, yeah, yeah, the last one we can even we could see through definitely. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I'll get a double. We'll split it. This will be nice. But I was like, 7%. I was like, nah, that's not really a double, but that's worth it. It only cost me three bucks for that one, too. Cheers. Four bucks. Cheers, man. Yeah. It's got a citric nose to it. Man. That's good. I like this one. It's almost grapefruity, I think. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah, for sure. It's got that like zesty, that zest taste to it. Yeah. Um, no, it's great. Um, yeah, so now, mm-hmm. well, have you been to, is that, was that the most culture shock you've had in Vietnam? Was that the, was that the most that you've been through? Like, uh, you know, it's, it was, it's so, like, I mean, it's, there, that's a lot. It, it's the big things and it's like the little things too. Like, uh, Vietnam, one thing that really opened my eyes was like, I was at a, at a restaurant that was really packed and we were in line, we were waiting for tables. And I noticed that people would look back, and when they saw that the line was big, people would hurry up and eat so that people could um, sit down could sit eat. down quick. So they, I, they, it was a lot more communal in that sense, too. That's like, cool. Yeah. So they're very respectful. They're, they're respectful to, to one another. Yeah, they've got a very big kind of like neighborly kind of a, a, a vibe. I I never felt unsafe in Vietnam, too. Like, really? I, I never felt like... Like you were in, like, in harm's way. Right. Like well, I, I, being, I being 6'1", too, you're like, go ahead, motherfucker. No, no, for but sure. But they probably knew right, martial right. arts would take you down. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I didn't <laughs> want to test them. <laughs> I didn't want to test that shit. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, you can walk down any... Na- like like Vietnam, like it, it was kind of unheard of of like, you know, women getting like raped or anything like that. Like people can yeah. just kind of... Walked on the streets really during any time of night, and mm. it was fun. Okay. I mean, now, of course, there might be people who would, like, try to offer you drugs, yes. Different different story, yeah. Right, or there might be, there might have been parts where there was more prostitution, but it, was, it wasn't like, you know, I never felt like someone was going to, like, hold me up at knife point where... Right, take your shit. Yeah, it, it didn't feel that way, at least. Well, that's good. Um, and overall, yeah, it's it's... It was good. I mean, my sister actually lived there for two years teaching English. Um, so she, she she's got a bunch of even crazier stories than me. Yeah, damn. Yeah, you have your sister on the podcast. Talk some more Vietnam. Yeah, it's fun. She's actually here too. She's in. Uh, she lives in Geneva, but she flew back. Um, and she's just down. She's uh, down in San Diego for some mustache bash or some shit. The fuck is that? <laughs> well, so you don't know what it is either. All right, thank you. If you're yeah. saying no, it's no, a, no, yeah, I have no idea what that mustache bash yeah. sounds like. A fucking weird time. No, I guess it's like, the, I mean, it's a party where you go and drink, and everyone has to rock a mustache, girls included. But they'll bring a fake mustache. I don't know. I don't know. All right, I never heard of that before, but okay. Me neither. Me it either. sounds. Where is that at? San Jose? No, no, Diego, San Diego. Oh, San Diego. Okay. Yeah, she went to school out there, so she's meeting up with all of her. Well, when my sister comes back to the states, she usually has like a week with all of her homies, and then she has oh, a week right. with like family. So she's doing her week with her homies, and then she'll be back up. 
Is she, she in this area then, or is she living? No, no, she's in. Uh, she lives in Geneva right now. Where's Geneva? Switzerland. Switzerland. Okay, yeah. so is she just back for a hot minute, or? It's kind of hard to say. She uh, quit her job in Geneva. She wasn't. She she lived there for a couple of years. She, the city's beautiful, but she she's kind of over it. So she's uh, kind of like in a stage of like she's possibly looking back to moving like she's probably considering moving back here but she also has her boyfriend in switzerland so i mean like that would maybe mean you know maybe a rupture in a relationship i don't know i haven't really felt like asking her about it because i think she's stressed out Mm -hmm. i mean i just kind of like i'll leave it to her to tell me any to give me any updates yeah for sure but uh yeah and it's really trippy because she's been working out in europe this entire time kind of like missing family and home even though i do have a european side out there but I now I just got this fucking job in Portugal. And now Portugal. you're going to be switching. Yeah, exactly. And she's going to be coming back and you're going to be going out. You're like, motherfucker. Right, well, right. Not, that doesn't matter. But I mean, it kind of, you were like, ah, we could have got we, together maybe a little bit more. No, no, no. We like, we got along great. We were talking about like maybe even like working together or starting some company. And then, uh, so it was just like, yeah, it sucks. And now we're, we're kind of, um, we're kind of. You're flip-flopping. We're yeah. flip-flopping. But I, uh, I, I don't know. I kind of hope that she decides to stay in Europe. I hope that like her, the boyfriend motivates her to stay. Yeah. So I'm fighting for him. Fighting for, you're fighting for the dude right now. <laughs> for sure. For dude. Yeah. That could be cool. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's it's good to have family close. Like, I mean, I, my family's been like on the other side now for a long time. So at least five years. I'm, I haven't seen my brother in like six years. But you have a lot of brothers, right? I do. I have, well, I have three brothers and three sisters. Okay. A lot of them, well, they're all either half or step. Okay. So they're, they're mixed. All right. None of them in California, though. You're the only one. I'm the only one in California. They're all on the East Coast. My brother, my younger brother lives in, on my mom's side, lives uh, in Colorado. Okay. So he's close. You've been to Colorado. I've been to Colorado before, yeah. A bunch of times. Denver, right? Denver, um, uh, Fort Collins. I've driven up through the whole state. Oh really? And around, yeah. I've 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 been through for Colorado. Shit, what do you think of Colorado? I've I've been to Colorado a couple times. I've been to Denver twice. Um, I haven't spent enough time there to make an honest decision but the 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 um the little time that i did spend there it's a it's a beautiful state um i don't know what to expect living there i mean i mean from what i see my brother and his ex-girlfriend posts it's a it's a you know a lot of snow you know it's cold it's mountains yeah um Random shit. It's a lot of malls when I was malls. out there. Yeah, shopping malls. Yeah. Um, so I guess depending on what you're doing with your life, you know, everything could go a different way. It could go, I don't know. I heard it's gotten a lot cooler though. You oh, know, definitely like, with the weed. Yeah. I mean, with, with the, the weed and everything, and like people, I mean, it's, it's everything's it's, it's legal. Like, it's, it's, yeah. It's like a good place for people who can't afford here anymore. Like, you know, to like go out and, you know. But Denver. I mean, Denver now I've heard is getting too much high on the rise as well as like living in San Francisco where oh, really? yeah to where the rent is skyrocketing and they're tr- kicking people out because everything's going up now because yeah, of the because right, right. of the yeah. you know the marijuana phase I've heard of that in Austin too kind of Yep so there's a lot there's a bunch of cities like that like you know like Asheville Asheville North Carolina mm-hmm. um Nashville Tennessee I have a good friend in Asheville. Austin, Texas, uh, Bend, Oregon. These are all like old school. They're like middle school beer cities, college towns. Bend, Oregon, huh? I never even heard of that place. Bend, yeah. So Bend is a pretty good, 
place to to go that was like a beer city kind of a thing like next up on the but uh that's probably one of the lower ones but it's supposed to be a nice mountain town full of beer full of weed smoking people motherfuckers right on um which i feel like which is great about america right now which is getting into beer and weed combining of the two you find some cool people yeah yeah as long as jeff sessions doesn't fuck it up (laughs) yeah well yeah I mean, that's the, the, that's the whole thing. It's like, you know, if, if people aren't trying to fuck it up, but I feel like there's enough people that are, like, trying to revolt, you know, against. So, Especially our states, yeah. Yeah, like our states, it's like, come on, dude. We're We've had medical out. forever. Like, I have my card still, so yeah. buy weed whatever the fuck I want, uh-huh. you know. But but Denver's still expensive, you know, considering. And the only place I've, I've ever been to were like, in the same day, I it was hot enough to wear a tank top, and then it was like, it, it was also a fucking snowstorm a couple of hours later. Well, that's kind of what I thought about here at the, but, but not, really? a, but not a snowstorm. Like, right. here I was like, when I first got here, my bones were fucking solid ice still, and it was just like, yeah, I'm wearing a tank top 24-7, like, <laughs> now, like, I'd be outside in a tank top, and be like, fucking, what the fuck's up with these California people? It's fucking, they're like, oh, it's cold. Now I'm like, it's chilly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, it's a little chilly out here, isn't it? It's a little chilly. Gotta get, it, gotta get inside. It's cold. <laughs> but I'm like. No, we're spoiled. Nah, sure, yeah, man. I'm definitely getting spoiled. Uh, it, as, <laughs> as the years go by, man, I'm like, fuck ice, fuck snow. Keep it. Man. I don't want to shovel. I don't want to do. I'll go and hang out. I wanted to go. We went to, um, me and Laura just went to um, uh, Tahoe for, for a weekend. Yeah. For her birthday, and uh, it was super snowy, and had to get the yeah, snow yeah, chains I saw out. That. And I saw that. You know, my fingers went numb a couple of times, but it was really, it was really fun. It was a good time. Snow chains, huh? Snow chains I had to put on. I was like, "Fuck, never did this before. It's really? a new experience." No, not in Jersey. Never did. Didn't well, have to use snow chains. How come? They have a lot of salt, <laughs> and they plow a lot. <laughs> they have a lot of salt. A lot okay. of yeah, a lot of salt. So what is it like a salt mobile that just comes down the block and just blasts it? In the- it looks like a big dump truck. Okay. With salt and it just is a spinner. Really? And it just shri- like shoots salt <laughs> rock all over the, the highways and the roads. And they have a plow in the front, so it's just like, and it, so it plows and it salts behind. Okay. So all the ice and everything just gets melted as you all go. Right. And they do it usually during the evening. I guess salt something we won't really miss. There's, no. We have a lot of salt. No, fuck it. I mean, it ruins your car, dude. I mean, that's really? how that's how cars are really nice out here because there's not no salt. Uh, well, as far as like the, I um, never fucking thought about that, man. It shit. ruins the, yeah, it ruins the, it rusts your car and really fucks up the bottom carriages and ruins all like the fuel lines and all kinds of Jesus. shit. So it really yeah, fucks with your car. Yeah, no, you know this because you're a mechanic. Aren't yeah, you? Uh, out here you have like those nice old school like you know fucking muscle cars that are like immaculate. Yeah, because they can keep them like that because it doesn't. There's no salt and they don't really deal with any. I mean, I mean if you're on this side of the ocean, it's better, but. Once you cross the mountain, you might get a little bit worse time. But, huh. but yeah, it's it's fucking salt. Yeah, man. it would fuck your car up. Do you guys wear long johns too? People do. I don't. I never <laughs> wore long johns. Well, we. I mean, yeah, we we sort of did. And long johns, just to be clear, are like boxers, but the pants version. Yeah, and so the thermal. Right. So thermal, and then yeah, the long johns are the the pants version of the thermal. Yeah. So they're thermal pants. Basically, thermal pants. Yeah. Okay. So you you like if you like go sleigh riding or or snowboarding or something, right? You, but you wouldn't add. go to a club and have long johns on. Um, 
it depends how punk rock you are <laughs> you know <laughs> see some people go to the club and some other random shit they don't give fucks out there dude they're like i'll go with my well, sweatpants no, 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 i mean like no I, yeah. I, I thought long johns was something you wore underneath your pants yeah, no, no, for sure. Right, I but wouldn't like, mean, like, like show up to a club only in long johns. Oh, so my friend would show up anywhere with, uh, you know, long johns, but like Daisy Dukes long johns and then really? chucks. Because without the pants, that's kind of thin, though, isn't it? Yeah, but like I said, it's punk rock. And it's like it's like whatever. <laughs> but to keep Coast. to keep warm, I mean, pants are fine. I mean, okay. I wear pants. I don't. I don't ever wear a thermal underneath. I just wear underwear. Because I yeah. thought long johns were. A form of underwear, that's a thing. Sort of, but I never wore that. Okay. Not there anyway, I don't think. Like, more north, probably, like, maybe North Dakota or somewhere, like, over there. But don't long johns have to have, like, the button-up, like, back end? No, they don't have to. That's, like, a West Coast thing. Really? Well, those are, are like, uh... A little window to your ass, right? (laughs) What the fuck are they called? They're, uh... Onesies? No, what are they called? something. It is a onesie, but it's, like, uh... What are they called? I thought they were called long johns. They they are called. I, I, me and Laura, were, I was gonna buy some actually, but I was like, I don't need these with the ass window, with the ass flap. Yeah, okay, the ass flap. That's yeah, what it's it like is. the it's like the whole Western like uh, thing. You know, like the like you watch you watching movies with the wet like the the old wet, the West style like they wore the long john for bed kind of thing. <laughs> right, right, right. But they they had them in Tahoe, and I was gonna buy one, but I'm like these are all lames. Fuck, dude, I'm not gonna get one of these. <laughs> I was like, I'm not even that cold. If I was like. In Canada somewhere, maybe I'd get one, but I was like, "It's California, dude." I'm like cold no, every now and it. then. I don't even turn my heat on here. It's not much to save for electric. No, for sure. My heat's never on. I like sleeping when it's nice and cold in the room uh-huh. too. It's I, I feel I sleep better that way. Me too. Yeah, it's like, a lot better. Sometimes I'll even crack the window open. My dude, the women hate it. Oh, dude, because yeah. women are always cold. Yeah, right? for, for <laughs> me, yeah, like, they're freezing. Me, like, I'm like I'm sweating. Like no no it's it's not even that I'm like I, I like I love the corn dog you know what I mean like get the the room nice and cold it's the Belgium in me it's supposed to be really good for you too like you know kind of like having really cool like cool uh, air cool yep. air and going in your lungs and stuff while you sleep yet yeah staying nice and you know toasty on toasty. the bottom yeah <laughs> not for, not waking up being like ah uh, frostbitten <laughs> no no for sure and I, I love sleeping that way but like no like all the women in my life man they all they all want to blast the fucking heater. To like 80 degrees in yeah. the house. I'm just like, oh, God. You can almost taste the air, you know? Oh, dude, it's, it's the worst. It dries the shit out. Like, my nose, like, I have bad, like, allergy stuff. So, it's like, it really dries the shit out of my nose. And I got nosebleeds. I'm like, oh, damn. I'm just like, what is it doing to my guitar? It's fuck no. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, it's fucking my guitar <laughs> up, too. But at first, I worry about my face. And then I worry about my guitar. It's, it's guitar salt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. It fucking <laughs> strings up and shit. It used to happen to me. Like, I used to get mold on some of my guitars back home. Because yeah. the moisture would be so thick. And then it would stay, really? and then we get when it cold, it would just get really hard and weird, and then start growing mold. I was a uh, Mercy Music, the band I was talking about at the beginning of the podcast. Uh, they were talking about how like it's so hot in Nevada that they had they need like humidors for the guitars sometimes, you know? Yeah, yeah, because well, everything's dry too, right? So it's dry in the desert, it's dry as fuck, mm-hmm. and you got to keep your guitars moist so the wood doesn't crack, and you can snap your fucking neck. Right. And, you know, just dry, dries the shit out of the wood, right, basically. Right, right. Kind of like your body. It's like everything needs moisture. Which is kind of like, I think out here I get weird because I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm a raisin in the sun. Right. Where I'm like, just like shriveling, like, I'm like. So you need like a shitload of water to keep hydrated. Back home, I'd just be like, humidity, humidity was thick. So I'd be fucking moist all day. I'd be like, Damn. you know, I'd just be like sweating and I'm like. No, I'm no, just no. so moist right now. You know what I mean? Here I'm like, 
I'm dried out. You want to talk about mo- Vietnam was very moist. I've, I've also been to Montreal during the summer, dude. That yeah, was I've been to Montreal. Humidity, dude. I was like, I was like, you'd I walk to- out and you'd just be sweating right away. Like, I went to Montreal for my birthday, which is in June. So yeah, yeah. I mean, June was must have been nice. I went in, like in July or August, and it was okay, a little cool. hot, but June was all right. Yeah. It was. I mean, it was still a little humid, but Montreal's a fucking awesome city. Love dude. Montreal, dude. Like Love the pe- it. The people are cool. Um, I went when I was sixteen, though. I went when I was thirty. It was my thirtieth birthday. We went to Montreal, so I got a. We got a good experience. I went to see uh, Joey Cape and Tony Sly for Noise for a Name and Lagwagon. No shit. I did an acu- acoustic so set. Yeah, that was the last time we seen him. Really, in Montreal. Yep, and then he died. How did he couple, die? Again? Something later. I think in the next next two years or something. Uh, he died of an overdose. Oh, really? Yeah, he um. He took too much, like like Xanax or something, sleeping stuff. Huh. So apparently he was on a lot of it, and then he like drank some, you know, drank some beers and shit, and just stopped his heart, basically. Medical shit you got to be really careful with, and that's like a big, you know, shit I don't usually fuck with. That stuff I don't do. I just do. I try to do more natural, as much as I can. Beer, weed. Yeah. Um. I mean, I've. <laughs> well, you've dabbled, you know. I've dabbled, but I. But yeah, the pharmaceutical shit is the, the stuff. That's the stuff that's gonna kill you. Painkillers and shit. I don't yeah. fuck with that shit. Exactly. Like you know, aspirin, aspirin every day, or you know, fucking uh, Vicodin, or, or any of yeah, that, any right. of that kind of fucking random shit. Like codeine. Yeah. All that. Co- like it's just gonna fucking fuck you up, dude. No, for yeah, sure. no, it's fucking. Keep smoking weed. Keep drinking beers. I think we'll be all right. The Montreal, though. So you, you were 30, yeah. yeah, yeah. I love Montreal. So that was yeah. It was my thirtieth. We went a couple of friends. Uh, went to like some strip club. Went to like the show and just had a blast there. It was did great. you drive up there? Or you you fly? yeah. We drove. How long was it from New Jersey? Oh, uh, it was about seven hours. Oh, okay. All right. It was almost like. It was quicker than going from here to L.A. Right, okay. Because, yeah, it was like straight up from New Jersey up through Buffalo. You know, you can go to Toronto or Montreal. It's like right there, sort right. of sort of in the area. You've been but in Toronto. I've been in Toronto, yep. When I was 20, I went to see, a, I went to see Pooley. Uh, Pooley, Noise for Name, and Tiger Army. Okay. Yeah. Would you like better, Toronto or Montreal? Montreal, huh? I did like Montreal better. Yeah. But Toronto was clean and nice. Oh, it was. Okay. Yeah, it was really nice and um uh well the part I was in I guess, I don't know. And it was punk rock too, so it was fun. Sure. Like, you know, I mean that's what I was there for. We were there for punk rock shenanigans, so nice. it was good. Yeah, that's uh that's where my like our my kind of headquarters is. It's in uh, Toronto. Got a bunch of coworkers that work up there. So if it wasn't been Portugal, I might have maybe gone to Toronto. I would try it at least. But I, I think Portugal would be fun. That's like a little Portugal, bit... Toronto. I thought yeah, I thought Portugal. you can go to Toronto anytime. I feel like I always say that, but like you can go anywhere anytime. But it's like, when am I gonna get to go to Portugal compared to Toronto? You know, like how many times? It's like I could probably make Toronto. I've been to Toronto. It's like fuck. Who cares? Go to Toronto. Uh, I was excited when I went, you know, but now looking back, I'm like. Eh. I'm glad I did, but it was just a just a random, and I got to see like these epic bands that I never see because they were playing, and that was like during Halloween, and I was like, yeah, it's gonna be fun. I went to Toronto when I was 18 with two of my buddies, and we were all stoked because we could finally drink. We're like, oh, yeah, right, we can legally drink here. Yeah, Fuck yeah. 
So we were actually going to Europe, though, where we can also legally drink. We had to stop in Toronto, so we got Hammond in Toronto. As like eighteen year olds, it was a bad idea. It's so a good idea. <laughs> it was bad because we almost yeah. missed our flight, and then we just like you know, just being Americans, we well, yeah. we obviously had to fucking privileged ass motherfuckers. <laughs> you know, push the pedal to the metal. And yeah, then we're just like fuck. We can drink legally. Drink. Let's just drink as much beer as we can before we take. <laughs> before we gotta go. <laughs> yeah, right. It's a mentality. We were going on vacation. We had just graduated high school, so oh, we're just kind of like, yeah, all holes barred. Let's just fucking get fucked up, and yeah, we almost missed our flight, but we made it. Nah, it's good. Good times. Yeah, I like Canada. It was fun. Yeah. And I mean, like, there's some really nice places in Canada. Like, I don't know if you ever heard of a place called Banff or, like, Lake Louise or stuff. Like, it's, like, really plush and green and, like, beautiful, dude. Fucking beautiful. No, I haven't heard of those. Hey, since I work for the Canadian market, I, I yeah. always come across all these kind of things. Yeah. Uh, Banff. B-A-N-F-F, dude. Just look it up. All right. Just pictures of it. And it's if you like, like, nature and, like, woods and, like... You can probably just look at it right now. It's just fucking beautiful. Yeah. All right. Like that kind of shit. Yeah. Like I'll check it out. Is the, is the place Have you to been go. to Vancouver? Never been to Vancouver, no. Me neither. And it's on the West Coast on this side, and I haven't been up there yet. I want, that's, I want, to, I want to make a, a, a point to go there. And the trippy thing about Vancouver that I know is that it actually has better weather than Portland and Seattle because of its location on the globe. So it doesn't actually get a lot of rain like Seattle and like you would think. So it's, it's actually, I mean, it's still cold because it's still. Yeah, because you're north, but. But a lot of sunshine. Okay. Um, I'm about that. The only thing about it that I've heard is it's just kind of expensive. But yeah, I same, mean. Same sense as it. Yeah, it's yeah, 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 you, it's you, all expensive. If you, you, you can make it out here, then I guess it won't be that expensive. If you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. Yeah, right? <laughs> That's my mentality. My mentality is if you can make it there, you can make it anywhere. No, for sure. So financially over there, I mean, again, not the cheapest place, but yeah, you can make it happen. Mm-hmm. All right. Got to check it out for sure. All right. Should we wrap it up? We should. All right. What do you, uh, you want to give anything out to the world since in two weeks you will be moving? That's a good question. To do Portugal. I, do I want to give out anything to the world? Yeah. You want to give out anything go. to the world? You want to say? You know what? I didn't, I didn't prepare anything. <laughs> Man, but I would say, dude, me going to fucking Portugal just opens up a door to any American who wants to fucking crouch. Uh, crouch. Crouch. That's, to, uh, yeah, I like it. Couch, couch surfing. Crouch surfing. Yeah, you can crouch Art, surf. Are you on couchsurfing.com? No. Or .org, I should say? No, 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 no. But I should, I should get on it. I was on there for a while. I stopped yeah. for a little. I stopped now, but I was doing it for a long time. And I would, that, I would meet so many cool people from there. Dude, that's what I heard, too. My buddy was saying that like he's like, he's met a bunch of hot chicks. I was like, what? I, yeah, I've met hot chicks i've met cool dudes i've met people that crash with me i crash with them i've met a whole mixture of everybody that was super fun like these germans like that were going to new york like i had a place in pennsylvania with my friend i was like yeah cool is it cool if like these people come stay with us like i don't care let's do it and i was like all right so two german girls came over with this other dude we made him watch all these horror movies that they hated and it was fucking fun really yeah it was a really good time (laughs) it was so fun all these horror movies that they hated yeah it was like they were just because that's what we do. We watch fucking horror movies all day, and like that was a thing. And they were just like not into it, but into it. And we have them drink beers, and we're just like, ah, let's have a good time. Nice. Like, yeah, it was a good, like, it's a cool site. And it's when you get on there, you have the potential to become friends with cool people if you're cool and they're cool. And like, it's just, and that's usually what it is. They're, they're a bunch of cool people. Cool. It's not like a, you know, you can be on guard of like somebody robbing you and shit, but I just kind of let, I let, 
the chips fall where they may, and I just kind of like, fuck it, who cares? You can stay here. Don't worry about it. I hosted a girl from China here, uh, two girls from France that you would probably love because they were they're sweethearts. They're awesome, and I, and you, you cool. speak French, mm. and I didn't speak a lick of French, but they their English was All right. decent. And we took them to the Rose. We took them to San Francisco. Like we took them everywhere. It was fun. Cool. Like they had a blast, and we're, they were like, "Oh my god, this is so fun!" Like it was. It, that's that's how couch surfing can be. Like you just hook up with people that like can take you places locally. Right on. Yeah. Yeah. So like, if you're in Portugal, you can be like, get on that site and be like, "Hey, I'm new here. I have a even if you have an apartment, it doesn't matter. Like just get on the site and be like, I'm new here. I have an apartment." I'm looking for people to hang out with, you know, I look in, you know, come stay with me or, or, you know, come crash and, you know, and we can explore the city or whatever. It works out. Yeah, man. So I'll be that connection. So, yeah. So for you and all the Californians, and all the Americans, really. Yeah. So maybe, uh, I'll get a chance to come to, to Portugal if you're there that long and you're digging it. We'll see. Yeah, dude, I'm digging it. I mean, I, I, I don't I'll, know yet, but I, I've got a 14 month contract. So, uh, so you're the, so with possible, I can extend it exactly. Probably, but uh, so I will be bringing a travel podcast thing that we can have dude, as yeah, we're there. There you go. There's an idea. Exactly. Fuck yeah. That's my. I want a travel podcast. Is what I want to do. Fuck yeah. I want to do some travel podcasting, drinking beers, fucking culture i want a culture that's what i want to do i want a culture be dope yeah you should like you know start a podcast like you have a friend in every city and then you just go and talk about the city would be great yeah. talk about cities talk while about you drink portuguese beer or whatever yes because that's what we need we need we need culture beers we need what's cultural good beers yeah, and be the thing. keeping it local in portugal what's portugal doing not like don't ship your i don't want your 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 right, shipping right, beers right. to me don't like cool you know what i mean right, right, right. but all right man well i wish you the best in Portugal. Thank you, my friend. And the fact that, you know, you've been working forever now, and then now you're leaving again. It's like, you work, now you're leaving. Yeah. So we don't get to hang out so much, but... I know, I know. Life fucking, the cookie crumbles like that sometimes, it does. man. It does, But hey, cheers, man. Thanks for coming on the podcast. For sure, cheers. And I wish you the best. Thank you, my friend. All right. We'll see you guys. All right, you guys have a good one. Later. Bye. All right. That's it, people. I hope you enjoy the rest of the weekend. I wanted to thank Brian Chung for coming to do the podcast. I wish him well in his new adventures in Portugal. Tomorrow I'll be in San Francisco at a bachelor party. So anybody up in the Polk Street area, come hang out. Say hi. We're going to be hanging out uh, some places around there, having some drinks, doing some fun shit. So, uh, yeah, come say hi if you uh, listen to the podcast at all. Uh, let's see. I also wanted to thank uh, the Rosen Crown, Palo Alto, San Carlos, Ale Arsenal, uh, Jane's Beer Store in Mountain View, and the Willow Market in Menlo Park. I also wanted to thank the Palo Alto Brewing Company. Um, if you guys could... Go and if you're on Apple Podcasts, can you go please leave a review and write or a star rating and write a review of some sort? It really helps me out, so I can understand the listening of the peoples. I need feedback. I need the feedback. All right. Well, I hope you guys have a great weekend. Any other questions? Email me at a few deep at gmail dot com. Website coming soon. Some other shit coming soon. Mm, just not 
uh, it's still in the works, so I'm not, you know, I'm not announcing it or putting stuff up. So, but all stuff coming soon. So I will talk to you next week. Late. I can't drink too much or else I'm going to have to sleep on your couch.